I was at the gates. Rams legs, my beats black, my plants dead, my planet X and my bleed green. And what's under the uncut chia seed? And what, 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 what from the guillotine? A little flea and tick, a little fever dream, a little plea the fifth. Roadkill, I'm off leash, I don't heal. And I'm hung from an unkind mobile. I turn one misstep and a bone meal. Luck day break, I'm lights out. My con sleeps upside down. It's sci fi. Red tide, my high by make record time. I go three, two, one, D6 times. No lie till death, he get in line. Can't help spawn, I'm no joke. I eat brains, I throw bolts. I know East Prayer seen broken oats. I go marching in, I'm all out, yo. I know rodeo from these pony shows. I know stay for tea, I can't slow the code. I go coyote alone and ghost him in the goddamn smoke. Here, no score to go. Fresh pop, my favorite mug. Ace rock, my base sucked. Aging all things deep six to feel like I was put here to keep the crypt. I get tired of bread, I might eat the rich. I ain't seen a leader, just feed a fish. You want free weed, you want free shit, I mean, dude. I was at the gates, wolf's head, my boots on, no bullshit, and on both sides of that tough love, they're both mud, that's what's up, that's what's up, that's what's up. Hey there, Google Doodles, about a famous wrestler. Which dude's a famous wrestler? The Great Gamma, commonly known as Rustam Al El Hindi. Nope. Oh no, that was he was commonly known as the Great Gamma, but that was his real name. No, he was yeah. a Pahawani wrestler in British India and strongman. Ah. What? Uh, where? Where did this come from? It was the Google Doodle for today. Oh, got it. You you said that I just didn't put that together. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that's where it was going either. To be honest, when I clicked on it, but <laughs> it was something else. Um, Fluffy, you're very yellow tonight. Yeah, well, there's there's a reason behind that. Um, You're supporting Ukraine. I, I had to wear this shirt. Ah, I like it. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, With, yeah. You see my Larry gear? Oh yeah, <laughs> long legged Larry. Good. Wear a white t-shirt. <laughs> No, really? You Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Must be laundry day if you have to wear a white t-shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just it's just a day ended in Y. <laughs> I like t-shirts. Um, well, hi people of the podcast listening world. This is Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode 252. We're coming Tonight. to you on a Sunday night. We're recording. Yeah. And we got yeah. a whole lot to get into. So play that intro music. No, I I, I started it with the intro music because it's oh, a music okay. episode. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a music episode. Uh, it was so Chuck's we, pick this week. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. what do you got for us? Uh, spoiler alert, we're just going to listen to me cool Aesop Rock lyrics for two hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. If we can get out of here in the course of two hours, I'm going to consider yeah. it an accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, you have to talk pretty fast to get them all in in two hours. The album is uh, 21 songs long. so it, it, it's, it, it, it is, but there's an intro... And like four of the songs serve kind of as interludes. They're very short. So yes. it's like a regular album, I think. Spoiler alert, regular. I like one of those interludes a lot more than any of the other ones. Um mm. so what album are we talking about there, Charles? I chose Aesop Rock Spirit World Field Guide, which is not his latest project. It's it came out in November of twenty twenty. 
Um, Aesop Rock, for those that are not acquainted, is a he's a rapper, but he's more than a rapper. He's a uh, writer. He's more than a writer. He's a human, but he's probably more than a human. Um, <laughs> his stuff is like okay. So think of like for like those people that are familiar with the dark tower. <clears throat> the, excuse me. Sorry. Let me start. For those that are familiar with the Dark Tower series, he's like um, he's like the Man in Black or Randall Flagg from The Stand. I think he's more like a wizard than he is a musician. Okay, I can <laughs> so, I mean, uh, buy it. Uh, he's he's um he's on another level. So think of like okay, so we 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 went in on on the Black Thought, Change of Thought, Volume One and Two, and I'm of the yep. opinion that he is the greatest rapper of all time. Um, I'm not up to debate this. That's just fact. So think about Black Thought. So if Black Thought is like Rembrandt or Leonardo da Vinci or Vincent Van Gogh, then Aesop Rock is Picasso. You know what I mean? He speaks in a different medium. Or think of like these crazy dope graffiti artists that are out today like um Helio Bray or those CBS cats out out in Cali, like they, he's in a completely different medium, but he's the best at what he does. It's just in a different form, I guess you could say. Um, he's so, very big on imagery and um, references. You could tell by his lyrics, he's very very well read. Um, yeah, his vocabulary is easily the most expansive vocabulary of any rapper I've ever heard. Um, so he's, let me he's, he's let wild. me say something about that real quick, uh, sir. And that is, um, Rolling Stone came out with an article where they looked at unique words used by hip hop artists, and it was him, it was ASAP Rock and Giza who topped the charts of the hip hop world. Did you call um, Giza you call Giza? Or yeah, sorry, whatever. And uh, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking exhausted, dude. Leave me alone. And anyways. He he absolutely blew everyone out of the water on unique words that he used. And they made a point to say not only did he blow everyone out of the water in the hip hop community for his unique words, like unique words by but not saying the same shit over and over again, but not saying the same words over and over again in his rhymes, but actually using unique words in all of his rhymes. Um he he beat the likes off of people like Shakespeare and stuff like that. Like they compared his albums to works of art done by Shakespeare and like yeah. his his writing is second to none. So as far as like the lyrical game goes, like he he just is on another level altogether, like mm -hmm. for poetry as we know it in history. Yeah, exactly. It's not like um, like when you think of Aesop Rock in his albums, um, and you analyze his lyrics, it's more of it's less in a musical form that we think that we're talking about. It's it's not necessarily about his style and delivery and cadence like it is with Black Thought or like other dudes of that stature. But with Aesop Rock, it's more um, it's almost like remember like literature class or like your high school or like senior year English when you're like studying like poetry and shit like that, like where you're trying to like understand metaphors and symbolism and all these like these classic poets, you know, like as a teaching tool to get 
children and students to understand literature and understand like metaphor and how to understand symbolism and writing that's the type that's the mind frame that you have to be in when you think when you talk about his lyrics and what he's trying to convey and it's not just um i guess it's also fun in a sense like it's not necessarily it doesn't have to be like work like you just listen to it and and pick out little things like that's what i do like i don't sit there and read along with the lyrics as i'm listening to the music you can do that certainly and it provides a completely different like whole big picture perspective perspective on it but um listening to his music is more of um it's just cool the shitty the, the, the way the way he says it his delivery and um his uh his beat selection he does a lot of his uh he's he's been producing a lot of his uh stuff himself lately um but yeah he's he's his music is not typically like palatable by traditional rap standards like it sounds different he's he's built different he's just a different dude so um he's like deals heavily in like abstracts and deep metaphors like these like references and deep cuts that like fellow nerds might pick up on you know like depending on whatever you're into you know you can tell like by his lyrics he's a absolutely nerd. all of the like spectrum of in terms of like the references <laughs> if you like something asap rock is going to reference it yeah it's crazy yeah. so like yeah it's um but but him as a person he's he's gone through like such a progression like as a person and as an artist like he's been around since the late 90s i believe is whenever his first one apple seed came out apple seed came out yeah. yeah yeah it was like a little like six track ep i believe maybe eight tracks it was like so it was apple seed and the music for earthworms and then his major his first like studio release i guess you can call it was float that was uh, produced entirely by Blockhead. Blockhead is uh, Blockhead and Aesop Rock kind of, uh, they kind of broke ground together in a sense. Like they kind of both made their names with the music that they made together. Um, Float being their first major project and then on to Labor Days and so forth. So like Float was um, Aesop Rock's like main, I guess, introduction to the hip hop world. That was a really good one. That, I considered doing that album. fucking well. banger. It is a banger of an album, dude. Yeah, Labor Days is whenever he really became uh, well-known because it had that song on it, Um, Daylight. um, Yep, Daylight and Nightlight. Yeah, so, like, Daylight was his, like, big major like release. It was, like, super, like, you've heard, you've probably heard that song. If you haven't heard Ace Rock, you've probably heard that song. But um, Daylight was his big one, also produced by Blockhead. I think it's on Day One Playlist, actually. Yeah, most likely. But yeah, Labor Day. Yeah, so Labor Day is dropped in 01. Uh, Float, I think, was like 99 or maybe 2000. But um, yeah, so those are his two like flagship albums. Um, This is like at the time. So like he started out kind of solo and then he uh got on with Def- Definitive Jux, Def Jux. Def Jux, for those that recall, is also the, uh, that's the label, the LP uh, started, LP of Run the Jewels. Um, slash El Producto, the um, independent underground hip-hop label that was very, very prominent in the early 2000s. And um, I think they closed their shop right around 2008, 2009-ish. But yeah, they had a good run. They were they had a very good roster of, uh, of MCs and producers, and it, they covered a wide spectrum, but it was all like right in that area. So like around the time whenever he became very well-known was around the same time whenever Atmosphere became very well-known. The same oh, time, yeah. the legends became very well known. MF like, Doom, yeah, MF Doom, like that whole like that whole genre of music. You can't tell the story about early two thousands underground hip hop without telling without mentioning Aesop Rock. Like he is 
as a part of that as the Rolling Stones was to classic rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. He's, he's yeah. a pillar of that so, genre of music. I did a brief search here. We have 13 different songs across the three days of uh, Potato Thumbs podcast playlists that have Aesop Rock either on them or the actual artist. None of them are Daylight, by the way, just to let you know. It's not really? Any of them, but, uh, but there are 13 different... Uh, so if you've listened to the Potato Thumbs podcast playlists, you almost certainly have hit uh, ASAP Rock. There were eight of them on day two, so I feel like a large number of us went through a bit of an ASAP Rock kick on day two. Yeah, I know. I think Hippo chose one, and I chose one for Hippo as well. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> actually when... I think the gate. I think the, the gates are on there. And that's when this album dropped. Yep. That's yeah. the one that I knew right off the bat when we were listening to it was The Gates because it's on the day two playlist. Mm-hmm. I know. <clears throat> Long yeah. Larry's on there for sure. Yep. That was yep. a cliff pick. My favorite. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, like the cool thing about this dude, though, is um, <clears throat> like some people, artists, they kind of they start out and they, they, they pick their lane and they more or less do the one thing and they do it well. And that's how they create their name by being this one person consistently. Aesop rock has definitely gone through a progression as an artist. Like he's gone, he's come so far. Like if you listen to Apple, he listen to a uh, spirit wheel field guide. It's there's so much progression in it. Like, whereas his earlier stuff, like, I mean, like float labor days area, like, like around that time, the production was different. It was a lot slower. Um, he wasn't necessarily trying to be palatable, like to the. He was just kind of doing his own thing, and it didn't always necessarily rhyme. You know, like a lot of it was more in um in delivery, and um and and what he was like trying to say in the songs. I guess it was um it sounded more urban. I guess in a sense, it kind of had a different flow to it. It was more of like a traditional backpacker underground style. Um, it, it was more of like underground style where he's trying to basically, um. I guess it, it was more about his delivery and, and just his ability to occupy an entire lane to himself and, and, and be like the loudest voice in that lane and very, very unique. And he, and over the years, so like I would say his first two albums and then Float, Labor Days, Daylight AP was like all like that first era. And then he kind of switched it up a little bit for Bazooka Tooth. Bazooka Tooth sounded a little bit more modern. That was like around like maybe 2003, 2004-ish, maybe. I think maybe 02, maybe. Um, yeah, Bazooka Tooth was 2003. And then, he, and then he had a EP, Fast Cars, Danger, Fire, and Knives. And that's whenever he started to become a little bit more traditional and rhythmic and it started to rhyme a little more. And then None Shall Pass, was all, that was like 07, that was like his first one where he was really, um, he was more into um, trying to like follow like a traditional like rhyme scheme, and he was more, um, he was bigger about making sure his, his stuff rhymed in a more traditional sense in the framework. That's kind of where his, I guess he became a little bit more palatable, but he's still Aesop Rock as far as his uh, ly- his lyrical content and his, um, his lyrical content and his style and his rhythm were concerned. So. Um, that was like I think that was a big point with Nutshell Pass. And then Skeleton uh was an album he followed up. That was after that was like greatly influenced by uh whenever whenever Camel Tao died. That was like his best friend. He was also a label mate with Def Jooks. So that was very dark. Um he did actually right around the time of Nunshell Pass came out, I think we talked about this before, but he did a project with Nike called All Day Original Run and it was like 
an hour's worth of instrumental music that is himself. 45 minutes, I think 47 yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah. So he's like, it, it's amazing. basically like, like, like Nike came up to him. Hey man, we, are you down to produce like a 45 minute album for us? There's a continuous mix for us to like music for people to work out to. He's like, sure. So it's more like upbeat and, um, it like sits in the, that tempo for you to work out but it's actually really really good it's like more of like it's a... it's really it's like uh it's like no effects decline like how it's just a really good like song like this aesop rock like this 45 minute song and no point do you get tired of listening to it yeah like he, he doesn't have like verses but he has like little hooks and like little like refrains that he goes through and like kind of repeats little phrases and shit but it's really good and then um yeah, the right around that was right around ten. Nutshell Pass came out. And the Skeleton was around the time when it was like um, that was closer to I want to say like 2012, 2013. Yeah, 2012, late 2012. And then the Impossible Kid was another album. This was an album that came out after that in 2016. Now I almost chose the Impossible Kid uh, like before this album came out that we're covering tonight, the Spirit Wear Field Guide. I had had intentions of discussing the impossible kid at one point on this podcast <laughs> like this is before that album even came out and then um malibu kid came out as a little bit different um it, it was a different it had uh, some other artists on there but then the spirit wheel field guy came out and i think it was my favorite one to date it's just uh he's just in his pocket in this one he his the production is different and crazy and good like he's producing he's progressed so much as a producer in addition as an mc and his lyrics are crazy, and it's um, it's a whole concept album. It's basically he is taking you through a journey in the spiritual world, the spiritual realm. Like he's he's traversing dimensions and shit. That's the idea with this album, and and it's like, yeah, like this is what I do. This is like what it's like when I go my. This is like telling stories about my journey into the spirit world, and this is what it's like, and this is what you expect. And like but the, he he like took a trip. Like that's what spawned all this. Like he went yeah. to Peru. Yeah, he did. And yeah, like went. and like went into the rainforest and and did all that shit. And like this is like yeah, yeah, like, like from those experiences. Yeah. So after the um, like around 2016, 2017, shortly after um, the Impossible Kid dropped, he'd kind of stopped writing and stopped doing music, and he kind of considered retiring altogether. He just kind of lost his love for doing it. And um, just kind of became, I don't know, disenchanted with the whole notion of continuing on with this career path or persona or whatever. And yeah, so in 2017, he took a trip with a friend and they went to Peru and they um, they they saw the sites there, like in Lima and they like the, the urban Peru, the Peruvian ur urban scape and uh, spent some time and then took a trek into the jungle and did ayahuasca. <laughs> and, uh, as you'll do. <laughs> yes. So, and then after that, he wrote <clears throat> the song "Pizza Alley," and that song kind of spawned this whole like album concept, and it kind of like rekindled the flame, and and it, and it kind of he did more traveling to Cambodia and to somewhere else after that, and um, it was like uh like so this is like basically Aesop Rock's travels into different countries, but as it relates to like a spiritual journey, not necessarily an ayahuasca trip, but that did happen, and um. He did, uh, he just ace up rocks all over the fucking place, and it's uh, it's really, really interesting. And, um, the thing is with this dude, every time you listen to him, an album, you can listen to it all the way through, like, wow, that was cool. You listen to it all the way through, wow, that was cool. Like, every time you listen to it, 
you pick up a little something every single time yeah. you might have heard before. Yeah, like, yep, like, absolutely. Like, I've probably It'll heard happen this tonight as we're talking about it. Yeah, I've probably heard it a hundred times, and I'm still picking shit out every time I listen to yep. it. And like, just even this, like going through and 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 picking out lyrics, like you could literally, I could go through and say every lyric to every song. Like we can go through and read them word by word and, and pick out every reference and see what he's talking about. But I'm not going to do that. Obviously, it's unrealistic, but. Yeah, I started to take notes, and I'm like, okay, um, I'm through seven songs right now, and I have way too many notes. So this is, um, I think we should just go through it and discuss each one, and then um, if there's something that you guys might have picked out or something that you did you see that, we, that that bears mentioning, I think we should do, do it that way because we won't be able to cover the whole thing in one in one show or even two shows. I don't think we should try. I think it's uh, it's not this is not the medium to disc to uh consume this i think it's more just better to listen to it and just take it as it comes if you like it you like it. if you don't you don't but it, the thing is it's so deep there's so much to it it's not just like there's so many layers of the onion and we're going to be only maybe only peel back a layer or two just to give you an idea what to expect but yeah it's incredible 100 percent agree so i'm down with it let's get it going okay I'm torn because, like, I want to play the intro as it is for the intro to this music, but then maybe I should pick something else for the beginning of our of our podcast. Play the intro. That's what I would do. That makes the most okay. sense because it's such like uh, it sets a tone. Yeah. So we'll just do that here. Hello from the spirit world. My days here have been as rewarding as they are troublesome and often dangerous. I've been assembling my notes for some time now. My intent is to create a guide for anyone whose path may lead them to this unwavering otherness. There are days I fear my work will only serve to create more confusion about what I have found, but I felt it necessary to stay the course in hopes that these insights may be illuminating for some. within are anecdotes, recipes, survival tips, warnings, maps, drawings, and more, all organized in an effort to promote safe travel and interdimensional awareness. Interdimensional awareness. While this arrangement highlights the basic chronology of my experiences, users should skip to whatever section most directly applies to their impending scenario, as no two spirit world experiences are the same. Accordingly, certain passages may detail specific circumstances that you will not encounter. It is still recommended you cover these sections as to increase your general understanding of what can be expected. There will be times when you will be tested in ways this guide can neither prepare you for nor help you from. Spirit world travel is not recommended for the faint of heart or weak of stomach. Swift and unprecedented consequences will follow your decision to breach this environment. With that in mind, I believe the unabridged Spirit World Field Guide compiled here to be the ultimate companion for all modern supernatural tourism, as well as those potentially seeking more permanent residency. Kindest regards, Aesop Rock. Yes, right um, Start off with something else in the very beginning. Yeah, I can do that. So, uh, what do you guys think about this intro? Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's perfect. It, like it sets, it tells you what's what it is about. It's like a disclaimer. It's like um, 
Hey, it's it, it's just like hey, this is what to expect. This is not. It, it's a concept album. It's not just a bunch of random songs thrown together. It's laying out the whole concept. Although, so, I'll be honest, I didn't get too many recipes out of this album, and I listened to it a couple times, specifically <laughs> for recipes. And he said there would be some, so I didn't. And there were not. I'm a little it was disappointed. Very heartbreaking. Uh, <laughs> pardon me, sir. Uh, boot soup. <clears throat> All right, oh, there maybe. we go. <laughs> All right, there you go. So survival tips actually... and warnings. I thought those were there. Maps, drawings, anecdotes. Um, I found all that stuff, just not recipes. <laughs> he actually wrote this as a potential promotional material for the album, and he liked it so much he turned it into the intro. Yeah, I thought that was cool, like the way they dropped this whole thing. Like it was a uh, very well done Ram series. This was a, uh, I think this one and the Impossible Kid were on Ram series, and. Uh, they're good at what they do. They've been doing this for a long time. It seemed like a natural fit. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's just telling you like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what to expect, and I think it's cool. Yeah. It's just really <clears throat> minimalistic and basic. Ultimate... I was gonna say it's the ultimate companion to modern supernatural tourism, as well as uh, potential, as well as those potentially seeking more permanent residency. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, here you go. One hundred percent got what I uh, what was promised. Yeah, I, I think it bear, before we really get into it, I think it bears mentioning that um, Aesop Rock has had a uh, a history of struggling with his mental health. Like he's, it's been his like thing. Like it's he he's different because he sees the world differently. I don't know if it's manic depression. I think that's what they said like a long time ago. I don't know like how far you can. I don't know, like what his actual diagnosis is, but he—he's he, uh—he's talked about therapy and 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 med and medication and his constant battle and struggle with his mental health as it relates to um, an inability to may be grounded in reality. I guess you could say, like his—he always kind of—he he always kind of straddles that fence of uh, between. Um, like everyday reality and the imagination and, and as it relates to paranoia and um, things that may or may not be there in real life, but are nonetheless real to him. And um, there's another song, actually one of the quote unquote interludes that we'll get further into that. But yeah, I think that's a kind of important little perspective. So this next song is, uh one of my favorite ASAP rock songs ever. Uh, this is the gates. And I think this hits hard, like the first song in RTJ four. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just flawless and a masterpiece. <laughs> the only song I've ever heard off of this album beforehand. And I was just like, yep. If this is what this whole album is going to be, I'm all in because I love the song. I was at the gates. Rams legs, my beats black, my plants dead, my planet X and my blade green. And what's under the uncut chia seed? And what, 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 from the guillotine? A little flea and tick, a little fever dream, a little plea the fifth. Roadkill, I'm off leash, I don't heal. And I'm hung from an unkind mobile. I turn one misstep and a bone meal. Luck day break, I'm lights out. My con sleeps upside down. It's sci-fi, red tide, my high by make record time. I go three, two, one, D, six times. No lie till death, he get in line. Can't help spawn, I'm no joke. I eat brains, I throw bolts. I know East prayer seem broken, else I go marching in. I'm all out. Fresh pop, my favorite mug. Ace rock, my base sucked. Agent, all things deep six. The 
fish, you want free weed, you want free shit, I mean, dude. I was at the gates, both said my boots on, no bullshit, and on both sides of that tough love. They're both mud, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. I was at the gates, snakes get my hood low, don't say shit, and on both sides of that bloodlust. They're both mud, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, it's uh, it's got that double time. It's like more like the beat's kind of stuttery, but it's uh, it has a double time flow similar to how Around the Jewels does. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that he didn't always do. Like, uh, that's another thing that's like more in his like later stuff is is this double time flow where he spits really fast. Uh, the beat can be. You slow it. It's it's a quote unquote slow beat, or it's a quote unquote really fast beat. But he rides it perfectly, and it's very stuttery, and um, it's not necessarily complete sentences like some of his other ones might be. It's good. He does a. I mean, he does a really good job of rapping ideas, like not rapping like speaking them, but like rapping ideas like line to line, first verse, partial ideas in verses that trail into the other verses, and like. It's definitely not cut and dry fucking A and B rhyming skill that we're dealing with here, or even story wise. Like, no, it's completely you like pay attention. If you're you've never heard Aesop Rock before, you hear the song and immediately you know what he's like. I think it's like yeah, yeah. out of everything on this album, if to me it's like okay, I know nothing about Aesop Rock except for this one song, and then I know like what I'm in for the rest of the listen. Yeah, he um, it's definitely a tone setter, and um, his lyrics are really cool. I mean, the, the, what he does a lot is like he he provide he conveys like imagery to describe how he is as a being. Like it's not like like he's 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 constantly on this like thing, especially in this album, where he's like more than just a human or like a monster or a villain or like a some sort of like non-human entity so like he says that like um in the song he says look daybreak i'm lights out my kind sleeps upside down it's sci-fi red tide my high and by make record time i got i go three two one desensitized no lie no death he can get lie. so he's like saying he's like yeah I, I sleep upside down like a bat and um tell death he can get lie. like i'm immortal like you can't fuck with me say like, okay hellspawn i'm no joke i eat brains i throw bolts I know easy prey. I've seen broken oaths. I go march in. I'm all OEO, you know, like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, it's just, he's always on this, like, yeah, I eat brains, I throw bolts. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking zombie and I throw fucking lightning like fucking a Greek god and shit. Wow. He also says he once ate a glue stick in two bites. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I mean, yo. <laughs> I mean, dude. <clears throat> it's so good. Like, it's so dense. Like, this, this is what the song where I, like, after listening through the whole album a couple of times, I was like, I stopped and I actually did like a word count on the album. I'm like, how much is he actually saying? Like, just, yeah. and it's like, the song's like a thousand words in like three minutes. Just, he just doesn't stop. Um, and it's like abstract, like you said, right? Like, it's not like, like, you don't just read it word for word and you're like, okay, I know exactly what he's saying. He's sort of like talking around things and like in metaphors. And it's really like, like hard to kind of understand what he's saying, but he puts it together in such a beautiful way that I don't know. Yeah. So, so when I think of the song, like as, as it relates to like the overall 
picture of the album it's like it's the gates you know what i mean he's like about to enter into the spirit world you know what i mean so it's like all the warning signs that you would see like on the side of the trail it's like do not enter danger ahead that kind of thing you know like that's the whole thing it's like it's more of like a, a warning i guess to the traveler to understand like the danger about what you're about to like embark on that's what i kind of what i got for it but yeah it's a cool song it's a cool beat and it the bass hits like loudly and i like it It's really good, but uh, I stand by the fact that, like, also amusingly, I went back and looked, and this song was put on the playlist in September of 2020, and the album didn't come out to November of 2020. So, yeah, it was one, a single. One, one of these listeners, or one of our, our guests, I can't remember who actually put it on, was it was it Fluffy? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was definitely on that as soon as it came out. <laughs> yeah, so this came out on release radar. Uh, he dropped this, and then he dropped Pizza Alley um, on release radar before the actual album came out. And then the music videos came out, too. Um, but yep. I think they're reverse order. I think Pizza Alley is the first music video, and then it's The Gates. No, it, it, it was The Gates, and then Pizza Alley came out, but prior to Pizza Alley. No, but on the videos, did they, oh. I think the videos were opposite. Like So so The Gates came out first musically, like on Spotify, but... I think oh, yeah, the music I think the you. music videos are opposite, and the reason it matters is there's three music videos that came out for this album, and they actually go together. So like, like the the way the videos are shot and what happens in the videos go together with each other, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. it, they're very fucking cool and trippy. I mean, they're they the theme of the of the album carries over to these videos for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, anything else about the gates? I mean, the beat just grabs you, dude. It, it hits, man. Like, like for this album in particular, if you have loud bass at your disposal, you should use it and turn it and play it loud. And, mm -hmm. Like, just be obnoxious at a stoplight or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's loud and it's 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 fucking it's great. Yeah, this is a this is a busted in my fucking car with the windows down in the summer song for sure mm -hmm. uh, i should point out like my love for this album uh just to put it in perspective i have two playlists on my watch for running one is random songs and the other one is this album there you go. So, so like it's it's the only album that's been on my watch from the day i put it on it's been on there for what almost two years now a year and a half would you this come out in 2020 or 2021 uh, no, november 2020 so yeah, yeah so year and so, a half year and a half on the watch still there I, th I thought that was cool that whenever i told you guys i wanted to pick this album that you had already thought about choosing this album as well and that's cool oh that we're doing fucking that. i chuck you made my day when you picked this album i was like fuck yeah dude i love this shit yeah. um all right should we go on the button masher yeah, I like Button Masher also. Button I didn't know how, I, I didn't know how much I liked it until I really listened to it and understood like what he was talking about. Like, cause he turns like the term Button Masher. I think of like video games and like the 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 beat has kind of like a video game kind of sound, like an eight bit kind of melody to it in some points. And um, but it's about Aesop Rock journeying into space in a cheap homemade spaceship that he made. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he has no idea what he's doing, so that's why he called it button masher because he's like, it's like he's at the arcade just mashing buttons, just fucking, just trying to win. And his mission is to leave the Earth's atmosphere and journey into space <laughs> in a homemade spaceship. It's fucking great. Motion blowing smoke into the sterile field. Baka beta rapiana seraphim tear beneath the keratin. Every bit precariously Jerry Rick. This helmet is a case of buddy. Factor in the paper cuts. Corrugated cockpit. I'm not exactly major time. Buzz Ultron. I can't count backwards. 10 1. Someone get this buzzer to that map most. 10,000 hours addressing open beaks. Exiting the atmosphere with no green acoma keep. Rebels on the body. Tin cans on the bumper. Slipping to the freezing ether like a pico from his mother. How much interstellar freedom can he reasonably suffer? More than you can feed through a shutter. I use the phony voice when I'm yelling, nobody's home. I'm a liar, but I wouldn't say I'm wrong. I ain't really seen land in a minute. A full spaceman wave to the missus. Paint transmission after nothing for the summer. I have never seen so many colors. Uh, hey. The human heart <laughs> Yeah, the... I can't cut Buzz Aldrin. I can't count backwards. 10-1. Someone get this buzzer to Matmos. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's like so clever what he does. Like when it starts out, he says, mash the buttons, knock, knock, never yield. Phobias in motion, blowing smoke into the sterile field. Wonka Vader up beyond the seraphim, tear up beneath the keratin. So Wonka Vader as in the spaceship, like Willy Wonka, up beyond the seraphim, like where angels live. Tear up beneath the keratin, like dirt underneath his fingernails. Like it's just like that's clever. It's like walk a bit up beyond the seraphim, tear up beneath the keratin. So every bit precariously, precariously jerry rigged. Precariously jerry rigged, dude. His helmet <laughs> is a case of bud. He factored in the paper cuts. Corrugated, <laughs> corrugated cockpit. I'm not exactly, and I'm not exactly Major Tom. <laughs> like, yeah. David Bowie reference there. Yeah. Buzz yeah. Aldrin, it can't count backwards. 10-1, someone get this buzzer to the Matmos. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's like, it's so clever. There's so many like references on reference. Like every single line is like, that's why I love the way that, that verse ends. So he says, um, how much interstellar freedom can he reasonably suffer? Much more than he could feed through a shutter. I use a phony voice when I'm yelling, nobody's home. I'm a liar, but I wouldn't say I'm wrong. <laughs> That's funny, man. He's like touching on that mental illness, duality kind of double person kind of thing. I will say for me, at least, uh, this is the first of many songs as I realized as we went through it, but it starts with like, there's like a very specific, like almost, a, I have in my notes, a boing that comes up like as the, like the hammer on the beat. And then they just add music as it goes along. And then yeah. when they get to verse three, it drops out and it's completely different. And then yeah. it comes back in midway through verse three. And that happens repeatedly throughout this album where that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, it, it's lots of breakdowns. I love it. Yeah, there's there's big fucking changes in the beats. Like that just flipped the fucking songs totally too, man. Right. But yeah, that's like uh it's just like this whole thing through the entire first two verses. It's like every couple of seconds you hear this noise and then all of a sudden it drops out and then it comes back and midway through.
tangentially related in the sense of one's environment informing what they're made of there was a ghost who broke it all up into tiny numbers and dated vector graphics and new york times puzzles who struggled knowing love is more than boring data entry more reported from an orbit all is on a say it gently i'm reporting from an orbit on my own to say it gently catch a wave in the jalopy down a burn up on re-entry man the laser do you copy keep invaders on the business end autopilot zeros in on zero win for pissing in fixer up or she put like a plymouth duster from bucket to mothership if you're up for a little sunburns that neighbors at the mercy of a thin wall one side map one satellite pinball fun size asteroids pinging off the cabin ping ping the soundtrack of shrinking into blackness a blink through 4d droids sitting bitch scorned the voice of destroying and rebuild who rose above the party cloudy counting on a galaga hack cause only carry on to napkin a map from packing a menagerie to cheese and crackers at the apogee add a little finding god and trying not to atrophy him i know you're whispering about We've seen a glowing light from under his apartment door. The second verse, he says some shit too. He says, I'm shredded, smelling like I just stepped off a charred capsule. I did. That's not imaginary ash in his wig. That's rounding sickness with a souvenir from Galaxy Quest. I know it sounds like myth and magic, but the shrapnel commits. I give a fuck about a factory scent. We mostly play to the fringe. They figure, what's a little tape on the wings? A little glue, a little paint, a little staple and string. You won't believe how far the garbage when the radio pinks. Behold the viewer too where you can lose your voice at the moon. I hope you like your beef and veggies with the moisture removed. <laughs> like astronaut food, like dehydrated astronaut food. They said, dig it, the low rider, lower the gold visor. You know, like the fucking old school astronaut gold visor moonwalking mm-hmm. dude. Said, nosedive guided by the ghost of Laika, my heavens. But Laika was the, the dog that was on the Soviet space expedition. And he's saying his nosedive is guided by the ghost of this Soviet space dog. That's just cool. That's what I'm talking about. Like these little references on top of references, like painting a picture of what he's doing. It's like, yeah. Like what's a little tape on the wings, a little glue, a little paint, a little staple and string. Like he's literally, his spaceship is glue and tape and string and just a little bit of paint, you know. Like <laughs> he's crazy, man. But I love the breakdown, though. The breakdown, like, with the minimal drums and piano, and it slowly builds back in. That's dope. Yeah. I um, I dig his ability to break down the songs the way that the beat breaks down, but he keeps the flow going, and then the beats come back. But it changes up like the song itself. So like not only are you getting the change of songs as you progress through the album, but the actual songs change sometimes very drastically as you're listening to them, mm-hmm. like you're saying. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I like Button Masher. I, I, it was like a, a song that I didn't even really like. I liked it on my first couple of listens, but it wasn't until I really, really listened to it and like analyzed like what it's about and like framed it in the in the overall context of him, the idea of him being a space explorer with the spaceship that he made in his garage, basically. That's fucking cool, man. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Uh dog at the door. God, I love this song. Yeah, it's like a, it's his first quote unquote interlude kind of song. There's no chorus or anything. It's like real basic. Huh? Who's there? Dog at the front door barking at the air. Wind all when the trees then feet on leaves. Uh, it's probably a cat. 
Might be a guy with an axe, might be a trap, shit it's probably a trap Might be a possum in the trash, it's probably a trap Hey, keep it moving, gotta sound stupid Good chance I'm not even talking to a human Then again it's probably a trap, somebody had to set it Depending on the type, maybe several Yeah, that's it, it's probably several Several come together, to make what would've taken one forever I'm thinking it's a pretty damn sophisticated trap Utilizing some technology I didn't know we had Like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's a trap I step onto the lawn, y'all jump out with the bag I wake up in some alley on a wholly other plane Can't remember who I am, I had to get back to the base I realize you people think that I am off the deep end I'll say that it's a lovely night regardless of the BS It is, a perfect snow is freckling the path It's almost like the atmosphere is begging for a trap The mud goes quiet, one last sniff Lopes inside, fine It might have been a baby squirrel who tumbled from the nest It's probably just you motherfuckers missed it's such a unique, like, he just pulls it off so well. Like, it's yeah, totally just a dog's, dog's mentality, right? Maybe it's a trap. <laughs> I just love that, like, thinks of all these normal things. He's like, I feel like it's something, <laughs> I feel that it's important we consider all the dimensions. Like, I don't know, maybe it's a trap. <laughs> maybe like, it's a guy with the next. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like absolutely what I would imagine a dog doing. Yeah, and it's just kind of like it's it's not just like ah uh, it's a trap. It's like ah uh, maybe it's a trap. <laughs> you know, like the way like even just the way he delivers it, man. Right. Uh, I love it. I, yeah, everything about that makes me smile. It is easily out of everything, like all of the interludes, easily my favorite. It's clever, man. But it's like what's crazy about this song though. It's like. It's all like his cadence and delivery. Like Aesop Rock's never been like uh he's never been like a perfect like um trying to fit his lyrics like rhythmically onto the beat. He's never been too huge on that, you know, he's more about delivering his point and if it matches it does, he just kinda I don't know, kinda shoots from the hip as far as like trying to make it fit. Especially his older material. And this one just shows like it's like every single word and syllable is placed exactly where it should be, like deliberately. Like it's, it's all like it's real basic, real minimalist. He doesn't get too deep into anything. It's just the idea of like you know, dog at the door. But like as he like frames it, like and from his perspective, like as a paranoid person, like naturally paranoid, like he's um he has paranoid his paranoid tendencies and, and it's like he can put himself in that situation like yeah it's probably a trap by big guy with an axe you know like that kind of <laughs> thing or, or just just like how complex he is he's like then again it's probably a trap somebody had to set it depending on the type maybe several yeah that's it probably several several came together to make what would have taken one forever i'm thinking <laughs> it's a pretty damn sophisticated trap using utilizing technology i didn't even know we had <laughs> like <laughs> but the way he like, says he's like hmm maybe i'm entirely tripping and it might have yeah. been the neighbor's kid but i have my suspicions i wish it was a simple lesson greater but it isn't <laughs> i think it's important we consider all dimensions like the way he he his, his voice kind of oscillates up and down with tone like he's riding the flow the is perfect, like, yeah yeah it's like it's it's very basic and minimalist like there's not a whole lot going on musically and it's just like yeah like you're just inside of his head or in his in his head which is inside of the dog's head but it's like as 
Refrain he always has these like silly songs, like yeah, yeah, all his albums, and this is like I, I always love them when he sticks it. Like the long, like Larry's kind of like that, or he has a couple yeah. on the um Possible Kid album like that. They're just kind of goofy. Like they're still like high quality. They're not like dumbed down, but they're just he's just being silly. Yeah, um, yeah, it, you know? and it's but he pulls it off. Oh, like, it's so good. Like, yeah, 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 it's so fucking like right on point of what uh, like. Of like just a dog being a fucking sheriff about like absolutely nothing, you know. Yeah. But the dogs, but the dogs like super concerned about the fact that this is totally a trap. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> uh, you see like a dog when there's something outside, it's just back and forth. Oh and the dog's like trying not to bark, but it's like I know there's something out there, and I got to bark. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get in trouble if I bark, so I can't bark. Yeah. <laughs> My dog does not know about the being in trouble part. Yeah. He just and they barks. come up to you and they're like. I, what are we gonna do about this? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a cool song. It's like super short too. It's like what, like all of a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the interlude that you liked more than others? It is. I loved it. Uh, it was my favorite. Uh, uh, Pretty cool. All right, and then Gauze. Yeah, God's another double time track. It's more of like a the beat's a little different. It has kind of like a it sounds clunkier, I guess you could say. But I mean, I I can't imagine another person rapping over this better than Aesop does in the song. Like he made it with intent, and he it's very uh, it's double time, but it's very uh, like fast and truncated where it needs to be, but it just fits. Dragging the cat, the dragon, the conversation piece. Yahweh forsaken a lead him, locking the pot every day of the week. I'm a lot, reaching even the odds, revolving the mystery meat to the broth who's eating. Scream for his mom all evening, moxie and season the fog. Pop of the grease, ski through feet out signage, weaving a sock, beacon a snot. Be deep evil to pop to a fever, made through his of a sleepiest out. Spring and bell exploding through my polar tech. Got a soul and best, so don't coalesce. Got a nose compulsion and overstep. A right deep bit maps for the soul to press. From the crock in the mode to the gold in the chest. Notice and unprogram any actual way to progress to convey an effect. Hop in yas to the beta breath. That fray that plague that bang. Do you think he purposely used the I dragon the cat to drag in a conversation piece following the song of like from a dog's perspective? Like it just seems like such a good like first line to relate to the previous song you know what i mean yeah i think it's um like it's like a play on words you know like oh look what the cat drug in look what the cat dragged yeah. in it's like i dragging the cat the dragged in the conversation piece yeah that's, that's uh, what i'm saying but like just it's just it's like also like i don't know the epic dog and cat battle right like it just seems like a thing that a dog would say like as he's starting off the next verse i don't know just yeah. i liked it First verse is just wild, man. It's crazy. <laughs> what does he say? He says, Palm full of grease, ski through keep out signage, weed in a sock, beacon of snot, knee deep evil to plot through a fever, made through in his, made through his rod of Asclepius out. Like the rod of Asclepius, like, like the Greek god of like medicine. <laughs> it says, Spring and bell exploding through my polar tech. Spring and bell is in like a clock, like the ticker, his chest. His bump is beating so hard. His heart is beating so hard. It's exploding through his polar tech. It's like polar tech over his hoodie. It's like outdoor hoodie. 
It says, got a soul and vessel, don't coalesce, got a nosy compulsion to overstep. I rate 8-bit maps for the so depressed, from the croc in the moat to the gold in the chest. Notice I don't program any way, actual way to progress to convey an effect. Is <laughs> he like, talking about Cliff making Mario Maker levels here? Basically, yeah. He's like saying, he's I just like... Much. I make I write eight, eight maps yeah. for the so depressed, but I don't I make, make any... Yeah, from the croc in the moat to the gold in the chest. Notice I don't program any actual way to progress <laughs> to convey an effect. It sounds like it sounds like clips and levels. Eight bit maps and there's no way to progress. <laughs> For us normal dude, folk. I'm telling you. <laughs> Do you think it is he secretly like is he secretly one of your, your map building friends, Cliff? I wish. Maybe you never know. You never knew who these people are. I I know he's hardcore into skateboarding. Like his Instagram is just basically all him and his buddy skateboarding all yeah. the time. There's right a lot here. of overlap between skateboarding and uh, Mario Maker. So that is there? Sense. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, this is the song that uh that references. That, that Rob picked out the kayfabe reference. Yeah, every time I'm walking down the street, and I'm like, okay, just jamming out to this. Uh, like, this is sort of the the issue I have is my ability to actually focus in because he like does his thing and goes crazy and all that good stuff, and then I'm like, you know, I zone out, and then all of a sudden it's like, motherfucker's talking about kayfabe. I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, will you explain to those that don't know? Sure. What kayfabe means because I didn't know until this week when I looked it up. <laughs> All right, so kayfabe is uh, a wrestling term, professional wrestling term, and it's basically the uh, think of the the kid yelling, "It's still real to me, damn it!" Um, <laughs> that's basically what kayfabe is: is figuring out it's still real to me. Uh, so it's. <laughs> The heels, the bad guys, don't hang out with the good guys when they're on the road, etc., etc., etc. It's like they have to maintain their persona, like even when they're not around. Right, even and when they're like, not around. It's, a, it's like Hulk Hogan's inability to turn off Hulk Hogan whenever he's just normal dad at home. Like he's still right. like he still <laughs> like can't not be Hulk Hogan. But he says, Whoa. "No kayfabe, all true tales from the pay grade. Heavy on my lays and away games. The tiptoe trailed by trail by trailer creators." I'm way too canis major A2. Let me guess, you tout the brave few to make Jesus take the wheel by day two. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, it's just like talking about people. It's like, yeah, whatever. I don't understand it. So that's why I'm Christian because I don't want to understand it. And like, Jesus, take the wheel because I don't want to try to think about this. too, <laughs> <laughs> with everything he does, it's like, it's so good at uh, just, it doesn't just rhyme for like, the two lines it's you look at an entire verse and it all sort of flows together so nicely did you guys read the annotation on this part of the verse from on on genius i did not so he's saying like like it's not fake it's everything i say is true from my pay grade and when he's saying heavy on the on the melees he's saying He's saying that he carries a heavy weight even when he tiptoes and leaves craters behind or a trail of craters. So he's carrying a heavy weight. But then like saying that he's the he's the uh, Canis major and then he's like, and you he's basically saying like I carry a heavy weight, but I'm the brightest star in the sky. And he's like, Let me guess, you tout the brave few 
to make Jesus take the wheel by day two. It's like, yeah, it's like they're just like we are not the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like is it like like it's some fucking next level like break rap shit. Like if you, if you really like break down <laughs> what he's saying there. It's crazy, so, man. And this uh this line here he says, Don't lumen all the upholstery. His old his poor old Nana would roll in a rosary, I know. Like luminol is like the shit they spray on a crime scene to make the blood show up on the uh, on the black leg. <laughs> blood and semen show up. Yeah, it's like Jay, <laughs> your, your poor old Nana, which is Nana's yeah, yeah. like a Italian grandmother with Roland and Rosary. I know. I go from a homie to bogey to ghost. I'm sorry if you know me as both. He's talking about him being a bad friend. It's like I go from homie to a bogey and ghost. It's like yeah, I'm just like I'm your friend, I'm your friend, and then sometimes I just disappear and. I'm not, I'm not, and that doesn't mean I'm not around, but yeah, like, I'm sorry if you know me as both. I'm a bad friend. Yeah, I give free hugs in a plague mask. So, yeah, my, yeah my, <laughs> I still float hard from the haystack. I give free hugs in a plague mask. Like, I think that, like, I think, like, the, the bird beak, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, about? Dude, yeah, yeah, dude. Totally, yeah, dude. Totally the fucking, the plague yeah. bird. He says, uh, I give free hugs. In a plague. I don't trust none of y'all's love to be more than a cheap toy gun with the bang flag. Is the same thing, yeah. Like, a, like you, you pull the trigger and say, the little flag comes out, says bang, yeah. yeah. Bang. Just none of y'all's love to be more than a cheap toy gun with a bang flag. It's like, damn, he's like, yeah, I know, like, me as a rapper and you as a fan. It's like, yeah, like, you don't give a fuck. You just, you put me up on a pedestal, but you don't really care and love me. He's like, yeah, y'all's love's no more than a cheap toy gun with a bang flag. But yeah, it's like every single line you can analyze and break down and. Yeah, dude. And, it's, and it, it's, it, it's really good. But in attempts to not have a three and a half hour show for this album, we should probably move on. Talk about Pizza Alley. Keep it classy. Keep the Pizza Alley. We've been trafficking an overheating taxi in Lima. Tickets to liberate the center. Pitch surrender to a witch doctor. Pouring amphibians out the blender. Underneath the glowing purple Christ. Perfect surf curl up and die. Cobblestone alone. A master class in open world design. I came from the wasteland and feather light trail pants. Fuji off the ant trail. Inca trail mailman. Feeling every hemisphere. Show me the ambrosia. Maybe ghost into the coca leaf and holy heliconia. We're shaman up to zombify undocumented expats. High and writing ayahuasca letters back to Melmac. Dear friends, send help yesterday. Yours true condor, poma serpiente. Talk rap albums over alpaca medallions. With metalheads who traffic magic flowers from the mountains to the houses that are holy. A token of that sacred... Okay, so when Pizza Alley first dropped, I, and it sucks because I have notes for all this. I haven't, I'm not even fucking looking at my notes. God damn it. Um when pizza alley first came out so it was released after the gate and at first i did not dig this song like i was like ah like i love the gate so much it went over my head dude yeah um, it just yeah it wasn't there and then like i started listening to it and that fucking breakdown in the song is like it's like an dude. it's like an entirely different song well it, well, it, it is like because this is the song okay so pizza alley was the song he wrote after he like he, after he went on his his trip to Peru, and um, it's cool. Like before the song came out, like before the actual video dropped and the, and the single dropped. Actually, no, the single came out one night, and that same night he had on his Instagram story a uh, a series of pictures that he took when he was in Peru, and like each picture that had like a caption that like referenced a different line in the song. It's super cool. Like about like the the different people he met and the things that he saw. Like we used to talk about um, 
amphibians out porn amphibians at the blender it's like it was like an actual like witch doctor dude and like this little like back alley vendor guy and he had like literal frogs inside a blender to make some like crazy potion for some spiritual reason shit but yeah like that was super cool to like see context he's like so like i'm like going through these like his story it's like a series of like, i don't know like 20 30 pictures or whatever you know like on the instagram story you just tap through you know like a whole feed and i'm like what is he talking about and then like i actually hear the song oh okay so he's actually like showing picture like when he says like three to one machete going yelling back into the hell mouth he's actually talking about his guide his like local guide has a machete he's the only one with the machete and they're literally hacking through the jungle so like the <laughs> guide has a machete and it's him and his homie like follow him through it's crazy but like so the first verse is um is about his initial impressions of like urban lima peru like so he st- they stayed in this hotel near pizza alley which is a place like a a bustling street market area i guess with a whole bunch of different pizzerias and shit but apparently it got um a lot of it got shut down in a sense because there was like a whole lot of problems like prostitution and drugs and like human trafficking and like kidnappings and all kinds of crazy shit so they like uh the peruvian government made like a concerted effort to kind of tone it down a bit there but yeah at the time when he was there just like thanks peruvian obama yeah exactly (laughs) but um yeah, so it's about like it's before his ayahuasca trip. It's before it's just like this completely alien environment and his impressions of like these street vendors and all this shit. But yeah, it's cool. But he's like, and and there's some like crazy lines in there too, like just setting up like what's going on and like the different people he's like encountering. And I, I like the, like to talk rap albums, uh, over alpaca medallions with metal heads who traffic, who traffic magic flowers from the mountains to the houses of the Holy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he talks in that same verse. He says, fail in every hemisphere. Show me the ambrosia, maybe ghost into the coca leaf and holy heliconia coca leaves and heliconia he's talking about like those like actual plants in the jungle that he's on his way to see the shaman and shit he says where shaman opt to zombify undocumented expats like people f- from another country high and writing ayahuasca letters back to melmac melmac is the planet where alf is from yes mm-hmm. it is <laughs> yes it is yep your friends send help yesterday Yours true, Condor, Puma, Serpiente. So the Condor, the Puma, and the Serpent are like the three like spiritual animals in Peruvian culture. Like it's like on their flag and all kinds of shit. That's like it serves. It's a big deal for them. But he says talk rap albums over alpaca medallions with metalheads who traffic magic flowers from the mountains to the houses of the holy, a token of that sacred valley balance, so you don't expel omega fatty acids. So I think this is like a flower that this fucking dude, this guy checks in from the mountains to these people, these ayahuasca shamans to make sure people don't throw up. <laughs> but he, he had a picture of this dude, like in his Instagram story. It was like this dude, he was like, this looked like this fucking regular old white dude. He's like a metalhead, but he happens to be in Peru and he's trekking magic flowers in the mountains to these ayahuasca shamans, which is pretty crazy. But yeah, it's like, so the way he ties in actual experience on this trip as it relates to the idea of traveling to a whole spirit world itself it's crazy but then the whole beat changes 
Yeah, so then like it just becomes yeah, it's a another verse song. three situation. The fucking yeah. the trip kicks in. Like yeah, basically, it, it, like that's what's happening here, right? Like, yeah, they, so like, like they're fucking tripping now. Yeah, so there's no drums in the whole first verse. Like it's just kind of like just like ambient sounds and like these chimes, and it's like it's kind of like a preamble. And then the beat changes and it switches up completely and it's darker and there's drums and the the bass is all growly and kind of grimy and dark and there's like they put like a delay effect on the vocals like in bass space it's wild. said from in my notes here it says verse three is my favorite it changes the whole music and the pace uh and then it's like the same idea as button masher but it goes back to the first two you know, yeah right and then and then the, the stuff from the first two verses comes back eventually right but it's not right away no so that's verse two it totally changes up was so that really verse two i thought it was verse yeah. three that did yeah, no the, the so second... it's verse one and then it's chorus and then it totally changes up for verse two Interesting. You know, uh, verse it, three it, might change as well, but verse the, two uh, definitely changes. The first chorus I heard, I, I couldn't help but think around the first time I heard of that. Just, just find them a strange hill to die on. Never let me die on a regular hill. <laughs> Never let me die on a regular hill. I will be so pissed if you let me die on a regular hill. Yeah. <laughs> that second verse is crazy. This is like when oh. he starts to actually talk about like his trip his trip and like you think about it like he's this is all imagery it's all imagery like painting the picture of them like on a jungle expedition going through ruins and shit he says the local homie blows smoke on his wounds and talks about the jungle like it's always in the room like he's like you yeah like that verse is so strong those lines are so strong they always stick out to me when he and maybe it's the beat changing up too right there um, but like it just hits. Yeah, he's just the mood. New and shooting lumens out of a canoe into the ruins. So like they're in a canoe, like going through these fucking crazy Amazon ruins, and like with a flashlight at night and shit. It's like that's some fucking straight up like jungle exploration imagery. It's fucking creepy. He says, "Oh, it's a it's a strange bouquet. Not today, Supe. Supe is like the uh, Peruvian like." Uh, devil image. It's like the devilish deity. So not today, Satan. He's like, not today, Supe. Rubber boots and tumble juice and tarantula toupee. 
like a tarantula on his head, big ass fucking tarantula on his head. Says, Can it be going ham over camp into a feuding biome? Os mutanas row were rowing the wrong way into the diode. Fry the banana, heart of palm ribbons, fish from the river, sauces made of citrus. On a screen porch pimpled after dark with frogs and lizards. When high as hell, they might as well be Mothras and Godzillas. It's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, so he's all fucking bugging out, tripping out on some crazy shit, and like he's in the screened-in porch. It's big ass fucking lizards and frogs. When he's all fucked up, they look like giant fucking Godzillas and crazy. Um, <laughs> just when he throws in the "it's awesome," it's like a, it's not yeah. even like it doesn't fit into the rhyme. He's like, I just have to stop for a second and tell you that that was awesome. <laughs> he does that shit. He does that. Like, he bra- he breaks character, and yeah. like he does it a lot. Like 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 whether it be like that, or he he kind of goes back into his old like traditional like hip hop tropes and like yeses and y'alls and shit like that. It's like hell yeah. It's like it's like it's like that. Like he says shit like that. He breaks character. He says yeah. On a screen porch pimple after dark with frogs and lizards. When high as hell, they might be my white as well be Mothras and Godzillas. It's awesome. Like the way he yeah. says it, it's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Rob, you were right though. Verse three also changes up, and that's when they drop everything out. That's why. So, okay, like, cool. And then yeah, they bring so, it back in as you go through. Yeah. Verse. So, yeah. What hit Chuck and I were saying is like it totally changes up in in verse two, but verse three, yeah, it totally drops out because that's when he's talking about the electric eels killed two of my best friends. So it's a local to the gringo. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just so dope. It is. It is. He like, and he's talking in verse three. He's definitely talking about more of like the tripping stuff, like going down the river and like all the things at night, you know. Because he's like wild pig, owl, baby caiman, coral snakes draped down from the timbers, like six figures of Satan. They only speak in s's. You cannot get an amen. I told my deep, my darkest secrets to a pair of fuchsia dolphins, like. <laughs> Like, dude, actually showed pictures of this. Like, they're actual, like, pale pink dolphins in the Amazon. Pink dolphins in the river, yeah. 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 I told my partner secret to a pair of fuchsia dolphins, the doozy out in Paris, the futures I had squandered. They whispered something to me I will bear into my coffin. What's apparent via Occam is despondency is common. That's like. This is like so crazy, like as it relates to his mental illness. He's saying, yeah, yeah, what's apparent via, like, Occam's razor, like, the most likely outcome. Is, is is the outcome it's like despondency is common like yeah like your despondency like your overall outlook on life like to be honest everybody kind of feels like that that's like that's what these fuchsia dolphins told them he's like oh shit the simplest the simplest solution is the correct one yeah so he says we traded so like this is that same verse um What's apparent of your outcome is despondency is common. We traded numbers and made off into the pond scum. Humming money, money waters. Motherfucker, I am on one. Like, he's like, he's like, yo, I'm fucking ripping this shit right now. Like, I am on some next level shit. Like, I'm impressing myself. He's like, humming money, money waters. Motherfucker, I am on one. Earth, wind, fire, fire. <laughs> we fly with the poison arrow. We drive with the arrow. We drive with the arapaima. Arapaima is like those big, huge fucking river fish. Those like crazy shovel head looking weird like river monster fish yeah that whole fucking that whole song is like just crazy it's like literally go through the amazon tripping out talking to dolphins and snakes and sh- all kinds of crazy yeah shit. dude he's as you uh, should <laughs> yeah that whole album is the whole song is just yeah it, it's like it, it went over my head the first time i heard it 
and then like when I really like listened to it and understood what he was talking to, like like talking about the references and shit, and man, it, it just the more you listen to it, the the more shit you catch on to. This was like the first song he wrote, right, for this album. Like it kind of yeah, got him, it got it going, right. This was the song. This was yeah. the, the the trip to Peru and the song that spawned the the, the relit the flame for ASAP Rock to continue writing music, and it started with this song. And like he went on to got super album. high in the jungle and then lived. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That's um, crazy. All right. Crystal Swords. Yeah. This was the Go first one. Crystal that, Swords. This is the first. I didn't beat. love the beat, but the uh, the story was great. Is how I wrote you it. You didn't down. love the beat? It's I a didn't wild beat. Do it for me, dude. The, this was like the first one that jumped out of me when I first listened to this song. Like the first, the, my first listen to this album. This is like the first one, like. It's like super like growly and dark and I saw that bass, man. Yeah, see, I think this is the uh I think this is a perfect example of like now that we're this far in, you and I just have different things on what like gets us going in terms of music and beat. Because now for me it was like, uh, I guess I'll deal with the beat because I enjoy how the lyrics tell a f- amazing story. Carry us on water, but snare a known other. Read a palm when I parry apparently no sucker. Me and slash island, casually hammers iron. I come to daddy, fabulous cash and prices. I'm back in the theater, feature, feeding rapid eyes in crisis. Out of sight is both as fancy and a random act of kindness for you. Ride the wild aurora, future brightest bright Gamora. Present tense and SOS and title order. Final offer, sold. I've been shaking off a death rattle as a window bound back from a collapsed red flannel at night. Flight path managing. Yeah, this, this one is more like, this is more of a kind of similar to the Gates and other Aesop themes where it's like he's basically saying he's like yeah i'm like i'm an inhuman supernatural being slash villain slash monster slash whatever you know he's like a he's a six six elemental <laughs> not, a fucking, <laughs> not, not, a, not a human rapper from fucking new york you know what i mean like all right <laughs> that's a match together reference for those that don't know but yeah he's he's not a human being and that's what the song is more of like a not braggadocious but more of like a yeah like I'm different. Like this is like I, it's all it's all imagery. I like this beat. It was it's like that boom boom bop. It's like it felt like a really old school mm-hmm. beat, and it's got that like various, bass. Yeah, yeah. Like that he kind of just comes in there every now and then, but it's pretty simple. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah there's not a whole lot to it. It just reminded me of, like an old school, like some kind of old school beat. Yeah, this is definitely like a '90s, early yeah. 2000s like type of beat. Like it's there's a basicness to it. But it, it, yeah. it, you know, in a very good way. Because the um, like a lot of the other songs, it, he's really, it's like really sonic. Like there's a lot of sounds going on. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it's more than just a beat, like a drum and bass or something. Um, yep. And this one, it's pretty simple. Yeah. I tell him, he says, he says, uh, six foot a million, nothing off the rack fits him. I dress like fingers of light through black nimbus. Hey. <laughs> Fingers of light, black nimbus, like lightning going through a black fucking storm cloud and shit. Like I dress like that. I look like the lightning through a storm cloud. That's how I dress. But I'm six foot a million tall, and nothing off the rack fits me. <laughs> I just the one the one line on here is my favorite in the whole album is uh, "Sea of disembodied bones knocking on your rods and cones." Rods and yeah, cones are in so your good. eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I was just like, oh man, like it just stood like, 
Because you know you kind of fade in out when you're listening to it because you're like paying attention. Absolutely, because it's like, so much, right? He's so it's so much. It's so dense, and he's so like tight with his rapping that like you just kind of like you'll like stop paying attention for a second, and then you kind of get in there. But that line always popped out for me. It's just like oh man. Anyway, I don't even know what it's in context. So I just wrote that line down. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like when you listen to it, like you little things pop out at you, and as you yeah, listen yeah. further, yeah. I, I, dude, like also just an example of like how he changes stuff up or you were, you know, you were saying like breaks character, like he even does that like here, like when he's like, uh, I started spilling all my problems to the final boss. He shed a tear and let me buy like, what's mine is yours. You know, like the boss, the final boss is like, ah, you know what? What's mine is yours. I'll just step aside and let you buy and it, like he totally changes his cadence of rhyming, rhyming, and he's like, broke him off a little weed, bit him well, off to see the system into smithereens. Like, like he's just like he's like rhyming like at, okay. at a very like normal cadence. And then like the boss is like, "What's mine is yours," and Ace is just like like breaks the fourth wall. He's like, "I broke him off a little weed." He just says, "Oh no, I like, bit him well off the CS system into smithereens." Like, yeah, I'm gonna go destroy go, an entire fucking star system up here at BRB. <laughs> yeah, like like here's a little here's a little bud. Now I'm gonna go blow the shit up. <laughs> yeah, see, my my favorite line of this one though, he says, "Um, I leave an I leave an awkward conversation like a cow to the saucer, inspire a thousand our fathers. People start calling their priests." We've never seen a man so vehemently drawn to the beast. I heard he plays a pipe organ and changes form when he feeds. I've never played a pipe organ. The rest, my lawyer concedes. I've <laughs> 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 played a pipe organ, but I may or may not change my form when I feed. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> I've never played a pipe organ. The rest, my lawyer concedes. Okay. Pull up at the spirit world, zero man pit crew, itching for experience of clear, clear the jellyfish blue. <laughs> he's like, dude, he's a different okay. dude, man. He's on some other shit. Uh, it's funny that we talked about uh, Cliff talked about how it's so dense because the very next song for Brute Soup, I have written down, realize this is where I can drift in and out from verse to verse and uh, just enjoy the pace. Then the chorus hits and it pulls me back in out of pulls me out of my passive listening. Yeah, which is absolutely true for what I, I have got going on there. Brute Soup is fun. It's like um... It's like an eight bit beat, dude. You can't eject the new soy bomb. Oil tongue to hop out the oil swamp. Clock and pull coin from the koi pond. You're a pull toy. Bomb voyage. Yeah, boy, I'm a lame from the paint chips. No slave to the grain of the trade bins. Face in the plate, the whole snake pit. Gotta hunt, gotta hunt, y'all ain't shit. Lay up off of that lightning rock. Over shaking those icy palms. Reefing out, but I'm peeking out. If I feel surrounded, I might get caught. Even out of my moderation, my streak will lead you. My body feeling I'm Easter Eve, not holiday. And these feet are realized sovereignty. Yeah, it's also double time and fast, and it's, there's a lot to it. I think that it's probably my least favorite, maybe just because of how stuttery it is, I guess. And it's 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 mostly just like a. It kind of has that. I mean, it's in rhythm. It's not like offbeat, but it has that kind of sneakers in the gyre kind of sound to it. It's like kind of like it's hard to like catch on to, I guess. But I mean, if anybody can rip it, it's this dude. You're right. 
I think honestly, I think the verses are fine for me. I think the chorus, um, the chorus is just like it. It goes from like a really, really fast, like verse to like a slower chorus, right? Um, I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's it. No, that sounds right. I guess he isn't slow. It's just like the the beat like is slow. Like the beat changes like to like a weird strings. I don't know. It's a different tempo. Mm-hmm. I like the way the song ends. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, "Old dog, I'm known to cold no. Uh, I'm known to cold no y'all. Don't wait till the whole shit snowball. One peek at the code in the moleskin might just render you a part of the potion. Whoa." Never you mind the moth eggs. It's I'm warm and the TV is on always. That's like a reference to his other his older material. Like he's written entire songs about his like addiction to just like shit up television. Like he always talks about television always being like a constant in his life, like background music, constant form of entertainment. Not like movies or Netflix, but like just straight up TV. Like he has this whole song. That song basic cable on float is like a whole song about how just the idea of zoning out the television and how like it provides like solace from like the voices in his head, so to speak, like the things like it's just kind of like a comforting thing. But it just like kind of reverts back to that whole like yeah, remember I may up rock, I like television. I'm warm and the TV's on always. But yeah, the whole song is very uh very fast and sometimes disjointed, but it's still him doing his thing. It's just yeah. I guess it just seems like truncated. Like each word just kind of fits into that offbeat and it's, it doesn't seem like it has like a rhythm to me. Even though it does, it just doesn't it's not like palatable, I guess. This one uh does uh change up again, verse three. Like beat completely changes up. Yep. It happens all the time, right? Over Actually, and over. Sometimes a hard time, like is it the same song or not? Like Yeah. There's a few times where I'm like, Oh, it's the same song. Okay, I didn't realize where we're at. Because the album just flows so well, as like a, as from song to song too. It it really it, does, dude. It, like it's hard to I, know the, where you're at. Oftentimes, um, the problem that I had while listening to this and taking notes, because and also because I've listened to it so many times, it's it's always harder to stop and and take notes, right? Because I'm just so used to listening to it. Right. Um, but it was when other artists would pop on. Like I'd be listening to it as I'm working, and then a different artist would pop on. I'm like, wait, this is an ASAP rock. Holy shit, the album's over yeah. already. All right, well, let's go back and hit play. <laughs> I, I had the same thing happen to me. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh... All right, uh, coveralls. Yeah. 
He actually says in an interview, like, what the song is about. And he said, this one is about moving quietly and blending in. Being invisible isn't always bad. It was also called Sticky Chap until the week before it was turned in. Then one night, I got all worried that I had too many two-word song titles, and I changed a few. My other crutch was the song titles that end in S, like coveralls. <laughs> but yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's just like, man, just like, yeah, just trying to blend in. But yeah, he says at the end of the first verse, he says, uh, 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 this the one with the womp womp in it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. So, well, you just yeah. like, I don't know why, he's... anyway, I like that part. Womp womp. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I, I really like the um, the start of verse two where he's like, My gang signs are never the same twice since offering yeah. his surface and had him a nursing snake bite. It's a cool song. It, it, I mean, it is like I don't know. Yeah, I basically all I had for it was I enjoy the beat and the the backing vocals, and that was it. It's all I wrote down in that entire line. <laughs> that the other line I had was a uh, most of my visitors request that I be tied to a chair. Yeah, with the skin <laughs> of my detractors, so maybe try not to stare. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, exactly. We only talk in awkward hello after awkward hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too, dude. Yeah, he's just... He's great. Uh, jumping Coffin. Jumping uh, Coffin? One. Yeah, this one's cool. I enjoyed the uh, the Jesus Christ reference in it. I gotta find the exact line, but... Uh... Let me find it. Even JC missed him with the loaves and fish. (laughs) (laughs) You feel dementia getting closer, like the devil getting over. (laughs) Oh god, that that one gets me every time. (laughs) Called him JC. What verse is that in? It's verse three. Uh, Take a second for some bacon. Take his head off when when in transit. I don't coexist. I don't exist. Let Even JC missed him with the loaves and fish. Let it in, let it in. <laughs> Hand drawn map, crossover, cross back, calling from the flight deck. I collect dog tags. Tall grass, asphalt, a sore flat. Saw jazz like an alphabet, sore bass. Ready to the basic anatomy of a death stare. Passing through the old Manhattan ectoplasm everywhere. Pack a second teddy bear. I'm headed for the panic. Take a second for some bacon. Take his head off when in transit. I don't coexist. I don't exist. Even JC missing with the loaves and fish. You feel dementia getting closer like the devil getting over. Now his antennas are roaming for radio. Terranova going. Sir, I think we've got a signal. It's fuzzy, but they're playing one that wasn't from the hymnal. I'm a faint sand of sulfur. I'm the source of the ooze. Yeah, no, he, um, he had a uh, similar LP. He had a Catholic school background. I think I think he grew up in church. That's a big yeah, thing. I kind of get that too. He talks about that in um, Fast Cars, Danger, Fire, and Knives. He has a pretty incendiary song about the Catholic priest's propensity to uh, touch children. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he's got a contentious relationship with the church, to say the least. <laughs> That's fair. 
Which is funny because uh, LP is the other one too, right? That we yeah. see that from, and they're both yeah. like deaf jugs. Yeah, I think, I think the, the line in the everybody sorry. knew who at the Catholic school is like has a contentious relationship with the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. like every single one is like, nah, like no thanks, I'm done with that. <laughs> Miss me with that Catholic Church bullshit. Yeah, it's like it's like you definitely want to make sure your kids not Catholics and in the Catholic school. Like, Bro, uh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, I always had my opinions about stuff like growing up because my parents made us go to church um, up till like probably when we were sixteen or so, and then we got to decide. And um, I always had my things with it, but it it really was my sister in law working at a Catholic school and then being principal at a Catholic school, and like seeing the politics behind it and like the messages changing over the years and what they had to push and whether it was a happy god or an angry god and all that other stuff and i'm just like okay now a little bit too much yeah. for me a little bit a little bit too much <clears throat> yeah i like the end of the first verse where he says uh the cheap the cheek swab came back half amazing which is like a ref it's a nas reference because like nas says he's half man half amazing but yeah, <laughs> he says, uh, yeah the cheek swab came back half amazing half of what he make ends up on his lab apron. If quieter than most, I'm mostly mastering the science of keeping one's composure while the limbic system's lighting up. Damn, dude. So limbic system is like for memories and hunger regulation and stuff. Yeah. Dude, that I that cheek swab line is on that's fantastic, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is a good one though. Okay. Uh, holy waterfall. Holy waterfall. Halfway through. Wow. I like this beat. It's very uh, uh, in your face. Yeah, and it and it um, there's a lot of changes in this beat. Like this beat changes up quite a bit. Like especially between the chorus and the verses, but it just grows. He says, like, this is also more of, like, him talking about his otherworldliness, you know? He says, I'm a glutton where the food still shimmies and shakes. Not a fingerprint to pin him to a physical plane. Probably show up as an isolated pocket of cold. Got a way of making tilapia hop in the boat. <laughs> so he doesn't <laughs> have to fish. He just, like, makes the fish <laughs> jump in the boat for it. He said, I was fending off a lizard on the dock of a lake and seeing reef smoking something I forgot how to say. Maybe 20 paranoia, 80 plotted against palm reader calling in his archaeologist friend. Like, his archaeologist, like on fucking Indiana Jones shit. It's like, I'm a palm reader calling in his archaeologist friend. Like, here, come help me with this. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is, uh, yeah, this is about whenever he was in um, Cambodia. This is another one of his travel inspired songs. It just, it just, there's like a good energy to this song. Yeah. It's amazing how he can, like, he, he's always like rapping fast, right? Like, he's always quick. But like, some songs are like slow songs and he's still rapping fast. And some songs are like high energy and it's still yeah, rapping fast. fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's going fast, but he's like, it feels like it's slowed down. I don't know. I don't know how he, maybe it's the it, beat or, or what, but. And you hmm. can understand all of it. Like, that's the other thing is like it. Yeah. Well, I should say that differently. You can hear every word that he says, whether, whether or not you know what they mean, it means or not. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Setting aside the vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, you're like, like, look a bunch of these words up, but yeah, no, he is like articulate. Um, that, yeah, this there is, is uh, um, I mean, need I, need I even say it? A verse three, beat change, where almost look, everything drops. It out. happens so frequently, and then it comes back right every yes. time. Yeah, before we get to that, I still want, I want to mention the last line in the second verse. Oh yeah, it says, "There's a holy waterfall where you can rinse and repeat. Find religion while the minnows eat the skin off your feet. If you <laughs> wake me on a January morning at four, don't get excited when I bark at the door." It's like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, don't excite, don't get excited when I bark at the door. Like what the fuck? Like Aesop Rock is he like you know? canine form in january at 4 a.m dude like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah then the beat changes anniversary's fun uh you think it's a callback to dog at the door perhaps anything else on holy waterfall no all of my notes i have is uh i missed this song on three different listens <laughs> so it's funny because this next song um flies always catches my attention like i'll listen to all like all so like drip. yeah right. like I, I have the only notes i have is yeah it's a funny little interlude yeah it's uh makes you wonder if like this is uh if this is like what his apartment what he came back to after he got back from his travels He's like oh shit there's fucking flies everywhere i didn't do anything <laughs> but yeah it's just uh <laughs> done messed up yeah, it's just a funny little interlude because there's no like nothing else to it. But yeah, that's okay sometimes. It's just it's clever and creative. It flows really nicely. Flies, buzz around a sink, lunch on crumbs. Fuck y'all think everything was fine. Not a single peep. It happened overnight. Must have been Nasai. Some uninvited guests, some unappealing sludge, a couple hundred eggs, a day to yield bugs, I make a few traps, bleach in the drain, you should see the trash, it feels like a plague, clean the whole crib, bottles at the curb, even empty out the fridge, that's gotta be a first, still can't win, two on the towels, three by the spout, me in denial, I'm clapping at the air, I'm cornered by the plates, I'm brought onto my knees, I'm forfeiting the space, yeah, I mean, it is a really funny interlude, right? Like, it's just about, like, just coming back or, or well, he says it happened. It it happened overnight. Everything was fine. Not a single peep. It happened overnight. Must have been the ICE. Um, but I don't know. I feel you on on, like, coming back from vacation and, like, you left food out. And you forgot to take the trash out, and there's just horribleness is afoot. I know Especially that in New York. So well. would... What's that? I said I know that feeling so well sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like we're getting into ant season, where like I have this like annual battle with ants. Dude, yes. <laughs> like, and it, like it, it like this like past week, it was like I'm like I'm, they're here, like you know, and I'm like it starts again. And it just feels like this. Like I woke up in the morning, I'm like, oh, ants. Like, all right. Like we gotta do the thing, you know. I gotta like, like the cat food bowl. We put it in like a thing with water, so they can't, it can't get to. Uh, it's like a whole thing. And then you like track where they come in the house. It's like, oh my god. Anyway, I I always like forget about it, and it 
listening to this song, it just feels like that. Like wake up in the morning, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just want coffee, and like first I gotta like fight these ants off. You know, oh. we uh, oh. our second level patio door that goes to our deck. We always they always come in through there every year. I've taken them I've yeah. taken the molding off and tried to reseal it. Doesn't matter. So like that also this week, Cliff, just like you, man, like we sat down to eat dinner one night and all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, the ants are back. Like it happens yeah. every spring. Like it's got to go get the get the Turo and like put it on the ground, you know, and then they're they're gone in a couple days. But like yeah. everything will be fine. And then all of a sudden there's just one or two little sugar ants. And then you're just like, fuck, you look around. And you're like, ah, oh, God damn it. They all right. They're back. You see one or two and it's like, here they come. Yep. Yep. And oh, so man. like it was like and now we have puppies. So it's like lay the chair sideways so the dogs can't get at the <laughs> ant traps. Oh, yeah. It's just like it's just I don't know. It's a constant thing all summer long. I got to like stay on top of it or else like they'll never completely go away. If you like let up for a couple weeks. But I don't know. Anyway, it just mine, that. yeah, mine at least like will disappear if I get them. Yeah. Like they'll they'll I I can I can poison them and they'll they'll disappear for the season, but they'll come back next spring. Yep. Yeah. Every spring they show up. Nope. I think we live on like a giant anthill in this town. I don't know. Like <laughs> I live on like on like a hill, and I, I swear it's an anthill. It um, could be because it's just everywhere. And every and it's funny because it's like you'll talk to your neighbors, you're like, answer back. We're like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Bound to happen. Always happens. It's not a big deal. Like I'm I'm pretty well experienced now. I'm like a black belt ant killer. So I'm <laughs> I like that about you. Yeah, I have a whole routine. Like you go outside, you find where they're coming in, you spray it, you put the stuff down. You know, you get find it you get them on the outside and inside. I got like a whole lot of tricks. So <laughs> um, there you go. And I revel in it. When I kill like a bunch of them, I'm like, there you go. You, that's what it, that's what you get. Like, like I have like no, I don't feel bad at all. If I could like take their little heads off and put them on toothpicks and put them on the front house, I would totally do it. I was thinking <laughs> the other day. I'm like, if I get little tiny <laughs> ant toothpicks and just be like, this, oh my god, dude, the warning, <laughs> like little fucking metal swords with like ant bodies, like oh, yeah, yeah. through them, like along your sidewalk. Uh, I'd straight up, I'd have a whole like all the road all the way up to my house would be like little ant that bodies on either side yeah, yeah i like that you should oh, make yeah. that happen i have no qualms about that yeah anyway yeah. all right uh salt
a unique wind Spun a whip out in the snow Really ain't got shit Your condition is not a condition we know Aesop said the following in an interview with Flood Magazine. This is a moody temper tantrum that kind of reflects the frustration that accompanies feeling misunderstood by those around you and why one might seek out the spirit world for themselves. I like this beat a lot. So yeah. It's uh it's different. It's slower than um also also, they sampled the Beastie Boys in this one. That was mm-hmm. my note. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is it was it wasn't the Beast Boys? That's what I had written down was like, let me clear my throat, uh is the whatever the the DJ Cool who did it first. No, it's um I don't know who it's from. What the fuck is I just know the DJ uh, Cool version. Oh, let me clear my throat. <laughs> you know, that's that's the name of the song, but the person who said it was um God, I can't remember. Uh Fuck, he's on De La Soul's album. Um, I should know this, but yeah. But yeah, the DJ Cool's one that made that song, though, let me clear my throat, but that's also a Beastie Boys. Yeah, they definitely. It's a Beastie Boys sample that references that. Or was it Gilbert Godfrey, is what I had written down. So I assumed it was Beastie Boys, but. Yeah. My, oh, dude, the other day I was walking with my neighbor. And the girls were walking in front of us and they're they're doing their their uh like MCA math tests or whatever, like statewide math testing and reading and all that shit. And they're like they're talking about about um how they spent the whole day on MCAs. And I was like, What, no time for ad rock? You know, and I thought I was being all like clever with my joke. <laughs> and they and just looked name- at you sideways. Well, and my and like the girls just kept going out and go, yeah, the girls won't think that's funny. I was more making the joke for you to like my neighbor. He's like, I don't, I don't get it. And I'm like, you don't, you don't know who the Beastie Boys are. He's like, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my god, dude, it was so good. Like it was so good. <laughs> your your hair might still look nice, but you are forty. God. <laughs> no, he's older than me, so he should know the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, Boy no, no, there's like, no excuse unless yeah. he's eighty. And he's like, <laughs> no, no, he's like, he's like maybe three or four years older than me. So not a lot, but enough that he was in, he was a kid when I was a kid. No, who MCA is. Yeah, dude, like you should know MCA. It's not a secret. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's pretty bad. I think from this song was the, another one that like will pull me out of nowhere. Right. Is uh, the rats are back and they built their own ship. <laughs> that, one, that line always gets me. <laughs> like rats off a sinking ship. Well, the rats are back, but they built their own ship. It's going faster than the old ship. <laughs> hey, rat! A rat! It's like that line. He says, "Um, the second verse." He says, "Stolen ox on occasion. I go through wands too quickly to name them." Okay, I'll name one. It's a rod of fuck the nonsense. A basic wave of <laughs> nod will turn bravado into fondant. <laughs> so, yeah, that's some clattery fucking shit. It's a fucking Aesop Rock the Spellcaster. Like, uh, uh, it's so good, right? Yeah, a basic wave will, and nod will turn your bravado into fondant. It's like, yeah, you are not brave or cool or tough. You're just icing now. 
because yeah, of my trusty rod of fuck the nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's a rod of fuck the nonsense. Yeah, fuck your nonsense. <laughs> Ship. They're backstroking faster than the old ship. A rat's a rat, it scatters. That's like its magic power. They're bowing out it when your house is being smashed to powder. Pinging the rubber, located burning as big and ravens deliver them. Trick or treat, an eternal damnation. I make disturbing the stasis a game to be when the mania boils. Even the days when the pavement's keeping his platelets employed. Stole a ox on occasion. I go through wands too quickly to name them. Okay, I'll name one. It's the rod of book the nonsense. A basic wave and not a term in a bubble watching dumpster fires multiply in numbers i know that fear and love and death and pride and romance hold you by your sleeper car i guess so is that a pipe organ at the beginning of sleeper car um he's never played a pipe organ (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dude whoa i love the connection That just makes that line so much fucking better. Right? Right? <laughs> He's never played it. It's a sample, though, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, isn't he technically hitting play on the sample? I suppose, perhaps. Uh, so, for some reason, as I've been listening to the song, it feels like this one is just a little bit mixed differently or something like that, because I struggle with it, because I can't... I feel like the music outplay or overplays the lyrics, and I can't actually hear what's going on half the time. Yeah, and then, um, again until verse three when everything drops out, and then it starts over. It's a uh, it, it's the frequencies that you know. It's like the that sample. It, it it's like a kind of a mid frequency that tramples over a typical vocal range. That's why. So it's got a little bit more difficult, but it's like it's only good, I think whenever that that sample is up. That phaser them. sample. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. This is a song that he wrote when, about like when he was in Thailand. So he was yeah. in Cambodia. He was in Thailand. He was in Peru. But yeah, this is about I guess Buddhism and shit. Just more religious references. 
This this one has a lot of stuff you have to look up. Yeah. It's uh I didn't look this one up yet, to be honest. <laughs> My notes ran out of steam. <laughs> I went in for the first like seven or eight songs and then I was like, okay, this is a lot. Yeah, it's so I, dense. I feel like this might be the song that uh gets me every time too, is that uh like I listen through, right? And I'm just hanging out and I'm trying my best to like listen to the lyrics because I know there's so many references and it's so hard to keep up. But each verse is like it flows along, and then I just drift out of it, right? Because it's just so good. There's so much in there, and it's just like, all right, I can just listen to this. I don't have to actually think. And if I want to listen to what he's saying, it's a lot of work. And then we get to the chorus, and I'm like, oh, okay, I noticed the chorus because I don't have to work anymore. And then yeah. like the next verse starts, and I like. The first two or three lines of the verse, I'm all like, yeah, all right. I'm all about it. I'm like, no, nope, my attention span is done. I'm just tripping <laughs> out. It's too much. It sounds cool. I can just move on with life and not worry about it. Uh, and I, I feel like this is the song that gets me there. It's like, yep, I just I enjoy the verses more, but I totally zone out during them as well. You know what's cool about this one? I like that, that line he says in it. It always jumps out to me. It says, uh... Okay, my homie said, I just got blessed by a monk. I said, I got no frame of reference. God is dead where I'm from. Still, I've been doing what I can to get these devils expunged. Lately, it's laying sugarcane across an elephant's tongue. I'm wading out into the mud to scrub her belly and trunk. Brushing that yellow off her tusks. Shit is better than drugs. It's like he's finding catharsis and feeding and scrubbing down an elephant in Thailand. It's like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know about being blessed by a monk. Yeah, God is dead where I'm from, but this is really cool cleaning. This I'm going to go scrub this elephant down yeah, over I'm here. I'm going to go scrub down this elephant. And uh, yeah, this is better than drugs. It's <laughs> oh. cool. just like grounding himself with experience that you don't catch in New York. <laughs> right. Well, I yeah. mean, and that's the like, it's just such a casual Nishi, Nishi reference, right? God is dead. Like, if you don't know the philosophy of that whole endeavor, it's like, maybe you don't know why what he means by God is dead where I'm from. But Western civilization that's out there for anybody who's ever taken, <laughs> you take a 100 level philosophy class, you're reading that book, right? One in 10? One to ten, our uh, third interlude. I, third interlude, which is actually really good as well, because I'm old and I relate with the bad back. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, yeah, yeah. it's uh, once you get to a certain point, everybody's like, ah. <laughs> I'm realizing that in this album of spiritual journey, the only things I identify with are the interludes where he's like, <laughs> bones, his back hurts. <laughs> And he's like, maybe it's a trap. I got flies and my yeah. back hurts. <laughs> he's like, I'm cleaning up brush off elephants in Thailand. I'm like, I got, I guess, I don't know, man, but my back hurts, so I get, I get that. <laughs> bad back, bad back, bad back. One half sick, but the other half sack. Stand too long and the whole shit hunch. Sit too long and I can't stand up. Grips out for a Sunday drive. A man is betrayed by his lumbar spine. Pull up to the I need like five. Corpse pose, staring at the moon, entirely on fire, sciatica to boot. I'm ready to be turned in a soap, or shot in a space, or squashed in a cubes. Reaching pain level on a scale from one to ten. A civil doctor.
tell you I feel like I lost a friend I'm usually okay to simply shut up and cope But these days more than ever my back is like nope <laughs> This is this course pose staring at the moon Entirely on fire, sad I could have boot I'm ready to be <laughs> turned into soup Or shot into space Or squashed into cubes Rate your pain on a, on a scale of 1 to 10 I said well doc I'll tell you I feel like I lost a friend <laughs> that's funny like, yeah, it's just about getting old and having back pain it's like a quick little and just just like the, the tone of it too like like it's just yeah i don't know not mad about it it's just sort of like, like this is the world i live in now yeah, yeah yeah like he's just so casual and like well this is how it's gonna be like he's so like he's describing something to a doctor like just in his yeah. delivery of it like it's so casual and calm and He's yeah. a man betrayed by his lumbar spine. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good line. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right, add a boy. Oh, man, this is uh, another scary, otherworldly creature song, but it's like he says this is about. When your spirit world campsite gets raided in the middle of the night by some unfriendly force out to expel you. <laughs> yeah. Man had a more, bad trip is what you're saying. It's just more more spirit world crazy, scary imagery and cool. It reminds you know me what, of uh, I had a friend who went to Amsterdam one time and some asshole there told him to uh when he was tripping to uh if you wanted to lessen the trip to eat oranges. Uh because the citrus would help you, uh, you know, come down from your, your trip, right? And he's like, so I, I bought an orange, and when I was coming back, I was starting to trip, so I ate it. And then all of the trees in the park I was walking through started hassling me, and I threw my orange at them and sprinted away. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so this is basically just your bad trip through the spirit world then. <laughs> Turns out... They, uh, <laughs> they, say the orange, they say the citrus is supposed to intensify your trip. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That's what I've read as well. Uh, we all read that <laughs> afterwards, and we laughed at him that some guy in Amsterdam <laughs> told him that citrus juice would uh, help mellow his high, and he's like, <laughs> so he, he listened, and then it definitely had him getting hassled by trees as he walked through a park. So, never trust the Dutch. Interesting thing on the song is he starts out the verse not at the starting point of the beat. Really? Like, like the beat, yeah, like the beat, the beat, you know, you have your four and eight and 16 bars or whatever, and he doesn't start at, at one, one, it actually, the beat goes a little bit and then he starts like, it's really interesting. Like he starts like partway through like the, the eight beat part is kind of cool. And he pulls it off like you don't even realize that he does it. But like the beat starts and goes a little bit and then he just starts rapping like in the middle of it. <laughs> like it's it's cool. I've been floating down the river stick skipper cap sipping on what's missing from your mini fridge. Insulated slicker dripping winter like it's Britney bitch crops with her docks. And I in each Phoenician blind I'm beating to the Venus fly Ears back and hackles up Shifting with the shadow plan Show them how to rabbit hunt 
there's no such thing as an extraction point. Attaboy, I'm a sucker for stolen bases. Bathing in open ocean and shaving at mobile stations. Away from the hocus pocus, the nauseating social codes and motives. The homies demoted to interlopers. Look, I can help you tumble through the galaxy. Somersaulting backwards in a vacuous finality. Shabby chic, overnight a fireball for magic camp. Inspired by a bonsai flying to Manhattan clam. No hands pissing off the very This is the last song I had notes for. I tried really hard to uh, go through this, and it was like, hey, I think there's some sort of guitar riff for the first time that I've heard, and this is like, we're however many songs in. It's like there's a-, a song earlier in the album, I don't have it written down, where he he has guitar in the chorus, maybe? Okay, but yeah, but like the initial uh, riff maybe for Gauze. this one is a guitar, right? Like it feels like it's, or a guitar-esque, I guess. Yeah, uh, there's like a, like a uptick guitar, like a yeah. jazzy uptick guitar beat. And like, I enjoy it, but it runs into the same problem I have with all of them is that I can listen to it and I just end up running out of steam as I go through. Well, this is just one big verse too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 I like that part where he actually says the name of the song. He goes, boy, I'm a sucker for stolen bases, bathing in open ocean, and shaving in mobile stations. Away from the hocus-pocus and nauseating social codes and motives, the homies demoted to interlopers. See? Now we got another song Cliff identifies with. Shaving and showering in mobile stations. <laughs> there you go. Like it's rural Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> guys always, I think uh, Aesop is my spirit animal. I think your, your spirit world field guide spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. Except I'm not in the spirit world. I'm just I'm in the regular in regular, regular world. world field guy. I, I think fear. he's just a middle aged uh, chubby white guy. I think that's what it comes down to. Otokushi <laughs> is, I think, my favorite song on the album. It's uh, my favorite beat on the album. It booms loudly. Large booms. I shouldn't even be here. Mom's the word, I burn down the house. I gum up the works. I'm the wrong vibration of summon the earth. When the cups break, better make enough of the cure. I go proto-human, I'm so unruly. Architect of my Kotokushi on guard. Hop in the box of chopped arms on the blocks beyond the pop art stockyard. Got a red bone right to the inside. I can turn a rib cage into wind chimes. You don't want to engage. Kato, it's a burden to bear. It's a whirly bird, nervous in a surface to air. I lost count of the cooks, every coward and crook. Any memory of semblance of a night of the woods. Some two unrubbed elbows, well in the weeds. Even a good eye couldn't find the edge of my seat. Oh, potpourri, you're confusing powers. All mashed together and shooting outward. Intel gleaned from the prince of dark. Scarecrow, every ten for infinity yards. When a spirit and vessel consider living apart, it's official line sign up for the mission alert. My call of duty, stay all consuming. Even if y'all see him as a dollar movie, look, best in show, I'm the worst there is. That pest control is no urban myth. That floating skull just won't shut up. It's on a business trip from below the crust. Y'all know what's up. Bad news from the black lung, used to flatline. That shit is so last month, yo. I don't need money to burn, I need sunsets, purple, and mother of pearl. Come on. It has a really like the um, just like the intro, like the before the actual beat kicks in too is kinda cool. Like that down 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 Yeah. Is that the Indiana Jones uh, beat you just did? It right sounded there? like it like when I did it, but that's not what it sounds like. <laughs> <in the laughs> <I was> like <laughs> 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 
Yeah. No, I enjoyed it quite a bit as well, but I don't know. It feels like because the choruses were so short, I'm going to just level with you guys. Whenever there's a long-ass verse or there's only verses, I struggle to like remember anything from it because I drift off so quickly it's because so quick. there's so yeah. much. Yeah. So I, I remember liking a... it, but I just can't tell you anything about it. I love you. Like, whenever there's a lot, like, every song on here is like a minute and a half, like, verse of <laughs> just go, go, go. <laughs> you know my pain now. Yeah. <laughs> the only one it I is remember tough. is like, I don't want to die on a regular hill. <laughs> don't <laughs> let me die on a regular hill. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the chorus, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why it sticks out to me because he says it 18 million times in like a minute and a half. <laughs> So, kodokushi is a Japanese word for a lonely death, for whenever people who are loners and don't have family or friends or anybody, they die alone in their apartments and don't get discovered for weeks and months. Well, that's distressing. Yeah. But, um, like that line he says in the song, he says, that floating skull just won't shut up. It's on a business trip from below the crust. Like, like, I don't know if it's the floating skull like from the album cover or what, but think about that. Just like a floating skull that won't shut up from below the crest. Like that's like more scary imagery that he just is normalcy for him in the spirit world, you know. He says, Y'all know what's up, bad news from the black lung. He used to flatline. That shit is so last last month. I don't need money to burn. I need sunsets purple and mother of pearl. Come on. That's just more Aesop being dope. So this uh, song does not have a verse 3 drop because there's no verse 3, uh, but it has a pretty epic verse 2 drop. Territorial organisms each glorifying our poor decisions. I'm a force you can forecast swarming insects to eat all the corn like war is business. I'm pageant wave for my shallow grave. Patch me in from that astral plane. Ain't ring the bell. I pass through the walls of cool burgundy in both tooth and claw. Midnight manage an incredible feat. A GPS collar on the neck of the beast to go. Beep, beep, Benny neck of the reef. Put a reaper on a second week of medical leave. I'm a seer. I can tell you how the curtain descend. And maybe hint at how it isn't with a circle of friends. I go by with the black sheep. Me a patsy spaz unravel and blaspheme Riddler to keep the gate It's a groundhog D-Day Jesus H I was born on a horse that a steeple chase My forte's frontline real estate Plus steak and freaks that take bloody as hell If it burn black point I'm at the honey and milk I ain't sitting while you sell you the well I turn up in a jiff Jackknife when I jump in the pit One hundred hands, one million eyes Two bleeding gums, I will survive That last line's rose colored only for a limited time It all shifts when you militarize I had a vision of a feather on a season of wind In the shadow of a gargoyle fleeing a brick Lean in, steal your chips. Where I'm from, y'all wouldn't even be in the mix. Hey. Uh, I really, I do like the beat on this um, song a lot, Chuck. I think um, even in the first first verse, like they they drop in stuff like halfway through the verse that just make it hit even harder. Um, but I like when verse two comes in because it again, it's like not a lot of instruments and stuff. And then when they actually drop the full beat again with his lyrics, like it just yeah. just pounds, man. The way the he's cut, flowing, the dope too. Yeah, it just it works so well. Yeah, I think it's the same dude that did the cuts on their own the Jules album too. But yeah, uh, DJ Zone, I think his name is. Yeah. 
it's a good album. I like that. Uh, I like the beat a lot. It's very loud and the bass is nice and it's crisp and the whole. Well, song it's has just that, got like, the our, fast taps too, like the. Yeah, you know, like that. That that tone, like that synthesizer arpeggiator tone, with the bass is just like uh, it's it's nice. I like it. It's a good one. Yeah, the the drums are really solid too, though. Like with those with those constant like like hat tips, and then like he has a really nice like quick quiet snare on there too. I'm a friend. I'm a I'm a fan. Uh, fixed and dilated means you're dead. House of cards and bed bars. Hold up, body parts to jump out the jar. Hold up, the cup and make a circle in the yard. Hold up. With a gambit from beyond and a mile long list of people I plan to haunt. Hold up, old heresy headed for disembodiment is rendered by an excerpt from the Lesser Key of Solomon. Um, evil see him as a vehicle to commandeer. Two fixed pupils, all he say is Ian's not here. Pitch it down an octave, I'ma take this opportunity to piss and vomit lava while the neck is lazy Susaning. True abomination at the beck of the nether. From the scales to the fin to the fur to the feather. I'm all of Animalia stitched together by a severed hand. Freed into the cold and told to bring us home ahead in sand. Hit the brick in a ceremonial bone mask. Viper on his finger speaking Latin, don't ask. Crossroads bogey, I broke up the deal first. A bag up a soul quick, a drag it between worlds. Hold up. too keen on originally and then the more i listened to it the more i became a fan of it and uh see idea of the idea of the song you know it's like kind of like like being possessed i guess and it's it's very dark and uh but the references and imagery in it you know in the, in the verse it's like really good and i i like i didn't i thought it was a little bit different but um i appreciated the uh the imagery in it it's like it's like a horror movie shit but he says uh it starts with a gambit from beyond and a mile long list of people i plan to haunt hold old up. harris yeah hold up <laughs> it's like that's he's always like he says and a mile long list of people i plan to haunt hold up like he says hold up it's like a refrain in the song but he says uh old heresy headed for disembodiment as rendered by an excerpt from a, the lesser key of solomon um evil see him as a vehicle to commandeer two fixed pupils all he say is ian's not here ian is azar brock's uh name it's even ian this is his first name he says pitch it down an octave i'll take this opportunity to piss and vomit lava while the lazy while, while the neck is lazy susaning <laughs> oh, jesus yeah, I'm gonna piss and vomit lava while the la- while the neck is lazy, Susan. His head's just turning, spinning around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, "True abomination at the beckon of the nether, from the scales to the fin to the fur to the feather. I'm all of animalius stitched together by a severed hand, freed into the cold, and told to bring us home ahead in sand." Hit the brick in a ceremonial bone mask. Viper on his fingers, speaking Latin. Don't ask. Crossroads bogey. I broker the the deal first. I bag up a soul quick. I drag it between worlds. Hold up. Oh, man. 
this this whole song is just one big verse, but the way that it's broken up and the way that's broken up with the beat, it feels like it's multiple verses. Basically, when you he know. says "hold up," is the start of the next one. Yeah, yeah, and they and they drop in they drop in a lot of beat too, like halfway through the song on this one. They don't like when I waltz in and turn the wine back. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. Hold up. Organizing, but you probably draw the line at Easter Bunny. Dude, I that is pretty great though. Like to like turn the wine turn the wine back into water. Uh, that's good shit. Ace man, another level. Yep. Alright, and then side quest is another short one. I like skating to the store at night in autumn weather with a couple layers on it. Maybe woo playing over soft wheels on a mellow inclined plane. Those moments I can swear to anything that I'm the ultimate, although it goes against the frequency on which I otherwise Still an alternate dimension is a shit to miss Do the arithmetic I've been ignoring every ache of pain And pushing to the lion's own uh, gum line Navigate a bit of fire and brim Never mind whatever transpired within I'm out the other side of golden beam of lost Sunlight You take a brittle bone out for a little spin I'm mostly in outer space You're underneath the haunted freeway overpass Around a storm-worn flat square Kicking wood and toys around a vandalizing random city property A cool song about rediscovering your love of skateboarding in old age. I, I haven't done this. Um, <laughs> I haven't rediscovered This is, a, this is Justin's song. Like we never got it's back Justin, I was yeah, just yeah. going to say it's Justin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just fall back in love with skateboarding. Yeah, and that was like all, all ASAP Rock's Instagram feed was for like good chunk of time was just him and his oh, that's all it is around. still man it's just yeah. him and his buddies skateboarding yeah his buddies are really fucking good at skateboarding too is he not so good uh he doesn't really show himself doing stuff very often it's mostly just his buddies skateboarding and him filming them yeah occasionally yeah. you'll get he's good like occasionally you'll get you'll get video of him but usually it's other people this is uh, an interesting song, like rhythmically, as the um, it almost sounds like a like a jazz improv kind of thing, where like the the music goes along with his words, or those words go along with the music. Like it, it, they stop and start with each other, like you know, like yeah. uh, what's that style of poetry? It's like spoken word, but just like the the dude with the upright bass and the drums, you know, like yeah. like, like 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 Mike Myers and So I Married an Axe Murderer. I'm talking about like you're talking beat, like like beat poetry. 
Deep slam poetry. poetry. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's but there's music. There's like jazz music okay. with it. And you're wearing like black turtlenecks and yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and like, it's like 1953. Like, God, yeah. I just got the picture of Mike Myers doing that too. Now that yeah. now that you said that, so, so, I made an, so I made an X movie. Remember that? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's like spoken word, like but it goes with the music and like it yeah. stops and starts with the with the words. I guess it, it that one uh, really crappy interlude on the Bastille album. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it was a it's side quest. You know, it's like a side quest. It's a yeah. Uh, I'm on a spirit world journey, but I'm gonna take a little side quest to go skate with my friends for a little bit. It's like a little interlude to the album. Marble cake. Marble cake. Born garbage day, warden of the shawarma plate Fork and naked eye and trade survival tips with tardigrades Ephemera burning where the morning looked like haunted marble cake Parkas and pajama pants, I'm part of what don't march in place I'm partial to the closest roving pack of gnashing gums Smoking out the local protein, brokering the rabbit punch I'm broken, fuck a focus group, fuck your focus total to The produce of a pencil neck who never met a social cue I get an arch fiend, appetite for alpha dogs Step into the party with a killing jar and shadow box Like who invited acid wash, I'm shopping for the mantle well, Aesop Proxy, the following in an interview with Flood Magazine. This is about how the hunt is the prize. Explore all dimensions and know that the value is in the experience, not in what you have in the end. The chorus is meant to celebrate life by saying, how I die is not important, how I live is. I think when you are a person who finds value in making art, on your good days you recognize how much of a privilege it is to explore and learn and create and share. This was almost the last song until the late decision where I flipped this in the next one. It's like the the one line I had from here was um it's like no displays displayed blazonry. I can't like pronounce these words. Unmistakably mutinous, the mood is disillusionment, shit, even Cindy Lou Who quit. Cindy Lou Who is <laughs> the kid's yeah. like Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Grinch. I was like, the, I was like oh okay, I got that one. <laughs> uh it says, uh, what did you say? Um, bruised at the nucleus and drooling through the bells of war. Meet the neighbors when your resume is skeleton with ore. Like he's a skeleton with the ore. Um, that's really cool. Your poodle made the paper. Let's keep it at shoes in the, in the elevator. <laughs> it's a, he's a hat and coat floating with no discernible visage. More imagery. He's a hat and coat with no, floating with no discernible visage. That's all he is. Like his character. He's like, a hat and a coat, and that's it. He's just floating around, with a hat and a coat, like the Invisible Man. So the villains turn their homies, who mostly, the villains turn to their homies, who mostly turn into crickets. I'm part of a larger ghosting. I go to work with the wizards, who already vo- voted homecoming theme as a burning village. The chorus in the song reminds me of, um, like some Run the Jewels song with like LP doing a chorus. Yeah, like, I don't know. If, I, I can't quite. Yeah. I don't know if it if, if it's just like the the God. It just reminds me of one. I don't know. Dude, totally, I, I get that. Um, I like the set. Well, the choruses change each time, right? Like, which is kind of cool. But I like the I like the second one. Um, like I should hang a skull on the side door. I should drink water from the sky more. I want a thousand lanterns drifting on a summer's wind. I'm only joking. You could feed me to the fucking pigs. 
And then like he waits for a little bit and then he's like, it ain't no thing. Or it's no thing. I don't know. Yeah, man. Just the way he delivers it, right? So yeah, good. Man. Everything about his stuff is so good in terms of delivery. Yeah, it's um he's come a long way, man. Like his his early stuff was a little more difficult. Like it wasn't as rhythmic or it didn't fit into the framework of a traditional like 16 bar verse or whatever you know like the traditional like you know eight bar intro 16 bar verse eight bar hook 16 bar verse eight bar hook 16 bar verse eight bar outro like that's the traditional song structure like he doesn't fit in those confines typically with his his lyrics is like he doesn't he didn't write them to fit you know he just kind of Right, and then just kind of, and it's so well crafted too. He's not just like uh, throwing a beat and I'll rap over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it's really like you can tell he's 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 writing it out and he's like editing it, and working on it, um, just to get it all to flow and fit so well. And it's like really, uh, it's good. It's like complicated in a way, but it it doesn't like like you can hear everything he's saying. It's just like you kind of get lost in the um, in like the rhythm of it, you know. You get like seduced by it and like hypnotized in some sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, it's not just let me fit syllables in here as fast as possible and spit yeah, them out. Yeah, or I'm just trying. Yeah, or like um, yeah. and it's also like there's no like bragging anywhere on this album, which is kind of neat. I don't know. Um. Anyway, although a lot of this I don't understand. I feel like I'm like I listen to it. I'm like, all right, I gotta look these things up because I don't understand half what he's talking about. But I like that though. You know, mm-hmm, it's kind yeah. of engaging, like when you do listen in and focus in. Um, you, you know what he did um, with that uh, the EP, the Fast Car Danger, Fire and Knives. Yeah, it was like a little EP, you know, like six songs or eight songs or whatever. But whenever you purchased it, like on CD, it was like in a little slim jewel case, you know, like the ones that you buy at the store for like a little burn CD or whatever, a little slim one but it was like packaged in like a larger like sleeve and in this sleeve was a book it was like a book the size of a cd and you can go through it it had like actual lyrics like written down and printed and you can go through like his earlier works including that like up like everything up until fast cars danger fire knives and actually read along the lyrics like with it and like it just brings a whole new level because you're not like trying to fill in the gaps of what you think he's saying you're actually seeing what he's really saying that's cool that's like an old time you think because i I remember when i was like a kid like you'd get i guess there were cassette tapes but you'd like you'd pull the like there'd be like a cover that would be slide in the jewel case and you'd pull it out it would like unfold in this big thing and it usually had the lyrics all over it yeah Yeah. usually you Um, had the lyrics on the inside yeah yeah but yeah that it was cool but it was like an actual book you know like a little mini book you know like uh cool it was called like uh, the Living Human Curiosity Sideshow. I think what he named it, but it was like all of his lyrics up to that point. That was pretty cool. Like back in the days, and like the internet wasn't used for much other than looking up lyrics. <laughs> and porn. That? I was yeah, gonna say porn, yeah, porn, <laughs> porn and song lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Day one, think, yeah, yeah. Song lyrics didn't come out first. Um. All right, last song. Fucking love this song. It's so fast, dude. Pretty damn good. I never don't float with the four winds. Sweat, cold, piss, warm, make war films. No doors on the force field, radio ahead. I log any palpitation of the web with the rain through the 
a range of death and a tame in a threat by the end your receiver be crap models that mar the orbit and corner its worth there's more exhibition than boy or a boy cold on mr carnet every day i wake up in a different carcass if i climb out quite a minute before tea i see no need to initial the tree i seem to have run out of skin on my teeth i look like i feel like a fish in a beak i look like a dick in my picture id but also the pick is in me huh sideways rain the chew the zoo up okay losing a shoe in the mud okay losing a shoe in the mud okay losing a shoe in the mud sideways rain the chew the roof through home by 12 o'clock and two shoes home by 12 o'clock and two shoes home by 12 o'clock and two shoes If you cultivate the grit that make a fold the face the brick that make a bolt escape the fist Some days on the road to make you miss and make the hold of the probe equate to piss Blood rain in my face at a forecast warm through space like a blade through stored fat Graze over the gate in a gore fest ain't really played to the neighborly format Great, baited adventuring out of his norm as a lesson in mapping the doors Anything more in the lap of the gods I love the fucking chorus But when I hear the chorus, it's uh, it reminds me of that all day original run like it's very chanty and like fast paced. Like that's like that's like uh, that that hook can totally go fit right into that that this beat? forty-five minute track. Yeah, because even it, this beat is very tempo. much that like that forty-five minute run. Yeah, if you want to know what that that song is like, definitely this this song is a good representation. Yeah, man, I just love his cadence on this one, man. He's this one's mm-hmm. all rhythm and fast and everything's like perfect, man. It's like it's like that um like dog at the door like it's perfect on like with intent and this is the same thing well it's cool too because you have the chorus and then you have like just some like some like sampling old school sampling like like where they're hit the mpc keys you know yeah man the last Um, dude it's like it was my favorite one it was like and I'm just gonna read the whole thing. But he says, the one with the red cross sprayed at the door and a mountain of mail on the porch. The one with the pit trap cloaked in the grass and a thick black smoke from the cracks. The one with the werewolf chained to a tree and a circle of flames at your feet. The one with the ominous regional lore. Why? Which one is yours? Ignore that, don't care. Toast the march of uncombed hair. It came from beyond the red coals and road flares. Exo. Like, <laughs> Exo. Bring his own moat to the social. I'm so standoffish. Nobody's wholesale. Don't. Just, 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 just don't. Hold the flames while pushed to the rope. I get the hooks in. I hold the helm down. I stand the hell up. I see myself out. And then the owl just fucking ends. Like, right there. Just drops, yeah. man. Like, and he just I love how he ends beat. that shit, dude. Dude, the, the way he, like, that the way the the cadence of that album the, the cadence of that verse is just like the way he says it it's so dope man it's just like the one with the ominous region of law why which one's yours ignore that don't care toast the march of uncombed hair like the way he he like goes yeah. in and oh man he just fucking rips it man and like that's the end of the song like he just says i stand the hell up i see myself out music drops album's over it's like boom, yep. just hard stop that's yeah, really yeah. good it's a really hard great stop. way to end an album and then it immediately jumps to some other album and you're like what <laughs> you're yep. saying right <laughs> or if you uh, have it on repeat it goes right back into like it goes right one, back to like, the spirit guy the, yeah the intro the preamble yeah both verse two and three come in with um not a lot of beat as well on this one yeah. it's really cool because like he yeah, is the drums, yeah 
Yeah, he's just on fire on the verses. Well, the and the second one even has like a like a, a very like softness to like the beat. Like there's like some different elements to it that we haven't heard yet. And like he just he's just fucking ripping the verse even with that and it works so well, dude. It's a lot of energy again. Like he he ends ends the album with a lot of energy just like how he started it with the gate the gates yeah man it's a great album man i think it's fantastic i I wish i would have kept going with the lyrics but there was just so much dude (laughs) it's like i'm telling you there's i impossible to i did a word count on the lyrics i I was like how much is he said because it's like it's just he just goes and goes and goes he's like the energizer bunny and like it's like ten thousand words in like 60 minutes which is like a a lot of words that's a lot (laughs) You know, um, and you need and again, they're unique words. It's not just words. This isn't right? like a chorus, like five choruses. Like the chorus is like ten words or something here or there, and they're slow. Like it's he packs it in, man. He really does. Um, it's funny. I like listen to this album. Like you know, I listen to it a bunch, and like the person he reminds me of is um, like or at least this album like reminds me of like some old Bob Dylan albums. Where it's like tons of like dense lyrics that are like really metaphorical and really hard to kind of like you can sort of lean in and out and you can get like cool lines here and there and sayings here and there and like you don't really know what he's talking about. It's kind of open to interpretation. Um but at the same time it like feels really profound, kind of some of the stuff he's going through. You know? Yeah. It yeah. really it feels I mean it's kind of funny because it's like hip hop or whatever versus like some weird folk guy, but but it just feels like an old like listen to an old Bob Dylan album. Um, which is funny because you're talking about like I guess if Black Thoughts like the Beatles, I'm like, well, then he's like Bob Dylan. Yeah, totally. If Black Thoughts the Beatles and he's Bob Dylan, or if yeah, if if Black Thought is Da Vinci, then he's Picasso. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, just, it's, it's it's he's dope, but in a different lane. Yeah, he's a and, genius uh, on a different level. Yeah, man, he's man, his, his whole catalog though, like just from beginning until now like i've been a fan since i didn't really Dude, catch on to like was... like everybody got like everybody heard like that like a couple of jacks off a of float but like they're like part of like random mixtapes or whatever from the era and then labor days was like his big one where he kind of blew up and like i guess he was a little too far out there for my taste like at that time you know i was more like in a traditional like early mid 90s boom bap kind of shit you know like i was still like just dipping my toes in like the whole underground scene at that point like in the early 2000s like 99 because like my thought of underground like 99 was more like brooklyn shit like uh different like not necessarily in that vein but um but once i got into it i kind of went all in and it was like right around like like right around when the daylight ap came out and then I went all in, and it was just like I had so much time to listen to because I was delivering pieces at the time, you know. So like, I, I was like, as long as I had shit to listen to, I was good. And man, I was like, since then, I just they just locks you in, you know. Like you kind of, it takes you on a little journey, and just go along with them, and it's a, it's always a wild ride. Um, I was lucky enough to get introduced to Float when it came out by my friends. Um. And then they were very, very big on Appleseed and music for Earthworms as well. 
So, mm-hmm. and they were, they were definitely the ones who got me into living legends and all that stuff. Because before then I was just atmosphere, like all the way atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like his early shit's so good, dude. The yeah, daylight, e- the daylight EP is, is fucking next level. Labor days is awesome. Labor um, days is crazy, man. There's some really, really good ones on labor days. Like I think my yeah. favorite Aesop rock songs on labor days, like, battery is fucking just ridiculous and um I, I, a lot of people he kind of like lost a lot of people with bazooka tooth he kind of took a different direction mm-hmm. and even he himself he says he hates bazooka tooth for the way like he used to deliver all of his words like he just had a different delivery on that album like even then like it's super cringy for him he hates it but like for what it meant like in the overall context of his career like musically like how he took this kind of he, he he took this turn to a different direction and even that had some really dope shit on it and then after that it became like more and more nope i think we lost oh yeah a chuck frozen on the internet it's like we were Uh-oh. raiding on friday night he just disappears <laughs> we're, we're wondering what it became more and more of it became more <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we wait for Chuck, I will say, out of all the albums we've listened to, this is like the one that I'm most likely to just throw on, because uh, where I was out like walking the dog, and it is fantastic. Whether I'm paying attention or not, it's just absolutely a joy to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the bag for Aesop Rock, so right. It's been a it's been a twenty plus year love affair that I've had for his shit so that's was a good one i've been listening to some of his stuff but i hadn't really gotten into this album that much um i was listening to just like some other songs that i pulled and threw on playlists so it was yeah. kind of nice to sit down and like go through the whole thing yeah um because i definitely don't like listen to him like in depth like oh, i know exactly what uh like um like i'm like oh I like like pour every word and like oh what's he saying here and there but it's gonna throw it on and like fade in and out you know well, and um, even still, like we've made the the correlation with Black Thought a few times tonight, and like it's the same even with with like Black Thought. Like, um, he's next level shit, but he's also one of those like you can either pay attention and try and try and be educated and have your brain fucking stretched while trying to figure out what he's all putting together, but you can also drift off and just enjoy what's happening. Yeah. Like yeah. it just works well on that level. So, so, they, so Chuck was bringing up the quotes from flood magazine. I guess he was interviewed about this album mm-hmm. and I was like cruising through and that song flies. Remember the one about his yeah. going back to his apartment. And it's, so his description of that is, uh, this song's about fruit flies. Uh, you know, I've been digging these super short songs and I plan to do more, you know. Some stuff doesn't need to be exhausted for two or three verses. It still <laughs> deserves a song. Uh, you know, the flies are gone anyway. You know, I got one of those UV light traps and it worked really great. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we got you. Sorry. I don't know. I just was talking. I don't know when you guys lost me. Uh, you were oh. saying it's... What was he saying? It's more what? More and more... No. What was I talking about Blockhead? I, I don't so. remember. Honestly, I don't remember because we started talking about other things. <laughs> I will yeah, say I will say you <laughs> missed you missed Rob saying that this is the out of all the albums that we've picked, this is the one that he sees himself actually continuing to listen to. 
That's nice. So there yeah, you go. It's just it is absolutely fantastic to listen to. Like I don't have to fully pay attention and still really enjoy it, but if I want to pay full attention, I pick something up every single time anyways. Yeah, man. Like this I I didn't feel burnt out or uh, on this album afterwards. Like sometimes like I'll listen to an album like I don't know, the homework I do is I just listen to an album several times, like tens if not hundreds of times <laughs> like it's it's a lot you know because um with this one it's like yeah like i didn't get burnt out on it and i didn't figure it all out after like a week's worth you know like i keep putting it on and i always catch something it's it was deep man it was fun to actually try and take notes on this because i have been listening to it for the as long as i have you know and then i don't know i learned a lot tonight yeah. even for having this on repeat for as long as I have. So, and it's still, it's, it's still like listening to an RTJ album, man. It's just one of those albums I can just put on and listen to and enjoy. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's fun. Um, I'm going to suggest in the spirit of it being Sunday night that we add music to the playlist and call it a night. Unless anyone has anything pressing video game wise or otherworldly shenanigans. I'm good. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's get some fucking sleep, boys. Um, I'm going to pull up Spotify because I wasn't prepared. And let's see, what do we got from our good buddy Ben here? Ben put uh, Into It, Over It, We Prefer Indoors onto the playlist. Dude, that's such a great name for a fucking song. <laughs> The band is pretty fantastic, too, based on past instances. Okay, awesome. There's two versions of the song. Well, he put the version that he's listening to on the uh, playlist, so hopefully we'll be able to do something with that. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. He, Oh, I picked the right one. Cool. There we go. Okay. Um, who wants to go next? All right, fluffy fingers, MD. Uh, I, I am going. Uh, where are my notes? Uh, I'm going with no gold teeth. This is a new drop this week from Black Thought and Danger Mouse off of Black Thought's upcoming album. I thought it was pretty funny that I put this on the notes, and we talked about Black Thought a bunch tonight. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I'm so excited for this album to drop, dude. Yeah, it's like star-studded, crazy. Black Thought, Danger Mouse, featuring Run the Jewels and Joey Badass and MF Doom. MF Doom. <laughs> fucking never heard before MF Doom track. Who else is on it? I think Conway's on it. Like all kinds of people. It's like, dude, like yeah, it's like star-studded across the board. Like it's impossible to be bad. I think. Like I don't think it's there's no way <laughs> well if this if this if if the song that i just added is any indication we're in good hands because it it delivers on every level it was crazy right. um uh, I'm gonna let's put, go next okay. I'll, I'll go i'm gonna put aesop rock battery off of labor days i like that song that's an older one so like think of it as the the yin to 
spirit world field guides yang you know what i mean like the the older aesop versus newer aesop like this is my favorite older song of his contrasted with the newer stuff that we've talked about tonight Good for Rob. Uh, I am going to go with uh, not a surf, popular, because <laughs> I was watching that uh, stupid Amber Crabby and Fitch documentary on Netflix, and the song popped on and got stuck in my head. Oh, that's funny. I like it. I'm not upset about it. Uh, what'd you get for me, Cliff? Uh, I'm going to pick a Bob Dylan song to honor ASAP Rock. Um, oh, Subterranean yeah. Homesick Blues. Which is the Aesop Rock. Uh, there's another one that might be better, but it's like 10 minutes long, so I don't want to put that on. But, but uh, I don't know if you hear Chuck, I was saying that um, Aesop Rock reminds me of Bob Dylan a lot. Hell yeah. And just being like lyrically dense and complicated, and like you can kind of get into it and understand what he's talking about, or you can just listen to it. Um, yeah. Anyway. Awesome. I'm excited. Uh, cool, 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 cool. That was fun. Uh, Fifteen some hours, Chuck. Thank you for picking us. An awesome pick. Amazing Heck album. Choice. Glad you guys liked uh, it. Yeah, maybe, maybe my vote for best best pick yet. Nice. There's been some really good ones, but yep. this is yeah, it was fun. Uh, if you are listening to this and have not heard it heard this album um by all means go give it a couple listens uh it's really good start to finish like just give it time and uh listen to it and enjoy the journey that it is like this is this is the perfect example of the type of album that we wanted to bring to the table when we first talked about doing episodes like this where you can actually appreciate the album for what it is Mm -hmm. that's good cool Thanks, boys. Uh, What's up next, yeah, right? What's that? What's up next? What's Ooh, up next? Oh. Hell yeah, dude. Always bringing good shit to the table. Well, I got an idea for what we could do. And it might be okay. good timing. I'm not going to say what it is, though. All right. All right. I like it. I like but it. People you, are going to like it. I mean, you know I change what, my mind, but I got an idea. If you know what you want to do, uh, let me know. We'll, I'm going to we'll need show booked right away. Yeah, but I'm going to need your, your guys' help for putting it together. Okay. So. Okay, I'm excited. We'll 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 talk more offline. Yeah. Um Ooh. Cool. Well boys, uh thanks for uh delaying till tonight. I would have done a horrible job if we would have met last Thursday. So uh, no worries. Well, it was fantastic and I enjoyed it. I agree. You do Sam. All right. All right. Have a great night, night everyone. All right.